everyone. We are back. Been a minute. Been a minute. And we've got Chris with a cane, a lady way joining me and Scott today. So <laughs> nice to have him back. And it's good that he's joined us today because we needed someone who knows the topic so well. Oh, and who literally doesn't shut up. Yeah, yeah. We needed someone who doesn't shut up. We needed someone who talks a lot. And we also needed someone with a physics background to help. Released a paper on quantum physics fucking back yeah, a couple of years ago, didn't you, Chris? He, no, it's not released yet. Oh, it's not. He understands the concept of time better than anyone else in the room. So over to you, Chris. Tell us about the concept of time, please. Oh, uh, yeah. Time travels in one direction only. That's it. Paper done. <laughs> nice. Well, How'd that go for maybe, you? Maybe that's one, actually not true. And maybe we'll in one timeline. We will dig into that, which they've discovered. Maybe in one timeline, Tian might actually show up. Maybe, yeah. In, in another timeline, he's here. In a, in a different timeline, he's the host of this guy, I sick. Nah. <laughs> He'd be the host of a podcast called Revenant Wings if he was in charge. Uh, Revenant Wings. <laughs> but if you haven't guessed, we are talking about the concept of time and time travel itself. We are going to have to rely heavily on pop culture, I think. And actually, listening to I listen to a lot of physicists talking about the concept of time, and they constantly refer back to movies as a way to go yeah so time works in this manner as seen in back to the future like they always refer back because what sci-fi has done for time travel and time is popularize it before people weren't talking about it because you had two concepts of time so this is an easy way to start you had the newtonian concept of time right so isaac newton yeah and that is what chris said time flows in one direction and to him it worked like clockwork so time would just keep turning and it can never go back on itself when albert einstein invented relativity he discovered during that by looking at the way time flows on our own planet that it's more like a stream but streams get currents they get waves they get back kickback they branch out they branch out they go all over the place and you can fight against the stream so like a salmon you can race but you never cross the stream you never cross the streams, especially if you're fighting a big marshmallow de dude or if your mates are all using the same urinal because you get too much splashback. Yeah, yeah. So you never cross that, the streams. That's when you get sloppy and if you're wearing white trousers, they turn yellow. Yeah, they do. Or grey trousers because that will always show the piece then. Oh, yeah. Well, I just yeah. die. So Definitely, just die. Just die. <laughs> Nothing else. Just die. Yeah. Yeah, no, they always look, that's the pattern on them. Some brand did release a, pa a pair of jeans that looked like piss stains. It was a few years back. Oh, that's just Leslie's trousers. <laughs> Leslie's, that's calm, though, with him. That's the problem. Oh. Crispy trousers, a bit like crispy creams, literally. Um, crispy jeans. So the way Einstein looked at time is what physicists have picked up on. But for years before that, people stuck to the Newtonian version of time which is well, you trust you trust someone like sorry, Isaac Newton, Newton. yeah yeah you see I trust him I mean, the man was knighted for fuck's sake and his concept of time is not bad for the time it came from I mean the, the cunt discovered how gravity works right? he invented so he, gravity he knows what he's fucking <laughs> he knows what he's talking about but what he didn't equate for is that gravity being his greatest uh, invention. discovery invention, invention yeah. Yeah, where when we, he invented where we gravity, gravity it didn't yeah. exist but we were all floating around before yeah. that we were just slamming into each other in the sky. Chris yeah, knows he's been to plenty of orgies. It's just so. fucking half-life physics. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. It's um, jump and ragdoll, that's it. You fuck. So, before that, before he invented gravity, right. everyone was floating around slamming into each other with their cocks out. Afterwards, they were like, what are we doing on the floor? So they were a little bit, yeah, they a little bit upset. 
but it was his greatest discovery in gravity that ended up changing how we think of time because once you look into space and you look at gravitational forces there time acts differently around different yeah. areas of gravity which is mind-blowing for most people that talking about a subject like this on this podcast um we're a bit out of our depth i'm all right i'm all right <laughs> i'm not i'm good <laughs> i fucking struggled with this one so much man I'm, I, I literally did like a solid week of listening to fucking astrophysicists talk about time trying to work trying to literally like decorate while having like <laughs> these guys in my ears just talking all this scientific stuff I, my mind's just like I think I blew a couple of fuses. I need to get them changed over. At least right. it was just in your ears and not like having the rest of the works like listening to it too. Coming in your ears. Coming. In. Yeah, but I would. I wouldn't do that because like the, the amount of shit. They look I at you going, to... "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I got a friend of mine who literally listens to the podcast while she's cleaning offices and stuff like that, yeah. and she's had like the cyber psychos one, and like people have walked in and they're just, and, then she's, <laughs> and they're like, what "The fuck are you listening to?" <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Um. Yeah, so the concept of time itself, like most people would describe it like the clock ticking round, like Newton would, right? Yeah, yeah. And that it's continuous and it only goes in one direction. Yeah, but time itself is a, is a human creation, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah because it doesn't exist in other areas. Yeah, this is, this is the weird you, thing. Unless you have a watch or something to tell you what the time is, you wouldn't know. But people used to tell it by the sun. But it was never timed as in time. That was literally just days here, nights here. The, the easiest way to me to describe time, um, and this is just through the researchers, you know when you play with them fucking, it's like a tennis ball on a piece of string in a pole in your garden, you hit it back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? But if you, were to, game. If, you were to, <laughs> if you were to just stand in the middle and hold that pole, right, it would take minimal force for you to just twirl it in your wrist to make that ball swing around. And then it right? gradually, gradually picks up. And it picks up and gets faster and faster. But the center force isn't moving as fast as the outer force yes so the distance you are from gravity how it works is and that's the distance from you are from the gravity point further away the time goes faster and slows down yes. which again like if you were to explain if you were to walk into a laundrette and there's just a woman there putting coins in and you told her this she'd think you're a pedo or something like she'd be like what the fuck the rapist is coming <laughs> and started asking me about fucking time you know the sort of thing you'd see on brass aren't they? it is yeah there are multiple paradoxes that can come with time. There are multiple issues that come from time travel. There are stuff like to propel yourself around a black hole, for example, would rip anything we currently have apart. Yes. But it, if you do angle yourself around a black hole to propel yourself and shoot off, you are going to land back in time. There's no, you cannot land where you started if you do that. And depending on the angle, you either land forward or you land backwards. It's all theoretical, but because of the way we understand time, when I say we, I mean people that are smart understand time. Yeah, people that have got doctorates and masters yeah. in, in the subject. But but because of the, what they Mars. understand about time. No, I just played Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you can just pause it and go back and, and have a good time. Yeah, those, those people that have played the uh, that have played the first Life is Strange will understand time travel. And paedophilia at a core level because uh, they download loads of it but <laughs> didn't know it was a Kingdom Hearts game well look it's, it's a bunch of schoolgirls at school and there's plenty of hentai and fucking stuff who's download someone's downloading that um, probably, probably Leslie yeah probably that's or, why, or Tien or Tien that's, that's why, he's, that's not why he's not here he's just yeah. bashing one out to schoolgirls on Live is Strange fucking but anyway but because yeah but because of that because we understand to a point how time works, we can dictate that certain angles would send us somewhere. 
the only thing we can't dictate and this is the worst bit they know that one angle would send backwards and they know one angle would send, they don't know where yeah that's it they can't they can't predict which one will do which or where you will yeah so you up. could go back two years or you could go back hundreds fucking thousands of years. you could go back with, to the dinosaur period millions of years and you'd be fucked and you wouldn't even be able to leave a message for the future because it would erode and disappear depending on where you went and there's other periods of time where you can land back in where they just go right he's satan he's come from some fucking capsule out the sky and he's wearing funny clothes hanging so he's a witch yeah, but yeah. You, that that also could explain certain things where you literally see spacemen like in um, hieroglyphics and stuff like yeah, that. Ancient astronauts of that a- that are, are human shaped beings is because that could be technically someone from like the year fucking twenty five thirty two who's gone all the way back to the ancient ancient times. You know that that's that's technically a theory you could be working that you could work into. Yeah. Now they think it would be easier to go forward in time than it is to go back. It's always easier to go forward. Yeah. The concept is you can prove someone has a different correction of time on our own planet. They un- they understand that a clock runs differently at the top of Mount Everest than it does yeah. at the water level by 0.15 seconds over a course of a year. Not e- That's not even a second out. No. Over a length of a year, which is a long period of time to us. Yeah. But say you were to take that over 60, 70 years you would realize that this person is maybe a minute out or whatever in terms of everyone else, you know? Yeah. So once you build that up, if you were to go higher and higher and higher away, the time would be, would the get time would be different. Longer. And this person would age differently to other people. Isn't that the idea in interstellar? Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, and, that's a good, and, that's a good and, thing. Too. And planet of the apes. Well, planet of the apes is he goes and he, because the, the, the way the speed of light works when he comes back, he's gone forward. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck has happened? You yeah. maniacs. You, you blew, blew it up, up, didn't you? God damn you all to hell. As cringe as that scene is, it's still one of the most powerful scenes I've ever seen in a film. It comes up on all top ten lists yeah. of, fucking twi- of twists, of best twists. And every time, every time I watch it, every time I see that part, it always sends a chill down my spine. You're like, fuck. Like, this is mental. Because he thinks he's on another planet. Yeah. The whole time through it, he thinks, that's why it's called Planet of the Apes. Because he went, he thinks he's gone to the Planet of the Apes the reality is, and the smart thing with that film is that we come from apes too. Yeah. So, the really yeah. we are that we've always been the planet of the apes. We ourselves are apes. Like, yeah, it's where the uh, fucking return to monkey meme comes from. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But then you look at well, unless you count the um, what's it, the fucking Tim Burton one with Mark Wahlberg. That it's oh. like they actually are on a different planet, and then he goes back, and then they're literally all of a sudden they are, they are apes on Earth. Abraham Lincoln. No one should have given Tim Burton that franchise. It doesn't suit him. There's a lot of things they shouldn't have given Tim Burton. Don't get me wrong. When the man write, when the man makes an original film, it's really good. You think Edward Scissorhands, Number Before Christmas, Corpse Bride. But then certain films like yeah, Planet of the Apes, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They don't work. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sweeney Todd was amazing. Give me Beetlejuice. So I one of in in my uh, in my limited research that I could fucking get my head around. So right, Chris has got us covered, so don't worry. Yeah, I've literally uh, found an article which is the eight the eight types of tri- time travel. That's a brilliant thing to start with, yeah, yeah, because because we've also got the paradoxes to talk about as well, which well the one that brought that was brought up recently in season three of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's the most the, famous. The, the, gran- paradox, the grandfather, yeah. the grandfather paradox, but then there's also the Futurama one where you are your own grandfather. Yes, it's Fry. 
Yeah, which is not the same paradox, funny enough. Futurama is a great thing to talk about as well because, they, to me, Futurama deals with essentially carbonite style freezing and him cryogenics. Yeah, coming into the future. But that episode with the dog man just fucking hurts to watch. <laughs> Futurama. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking yeah, horrible. man, that fucking episode, man, that. And it's like, what do you mean he wait? Oh, so it's been ten. He died ten years after. Yeah, I, oh, I, I bet, he bet he had a great life. He had a great he? life, and he, he's probably forgotten who I am, and literally just waited every single day waited to see if he came back. back. <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, like. don't wake him up because if you're only going to have a day or two, it's not worth it. He won't know who I am, and he just leaves him, and you're like, you cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. That one hits the feels. That. That's based off a Japanese dog, eh? Hey, Hachi. There's yeah. a statue of it in. I want to say fucking Tokyo. Okay. But it's a it's a dog who waited at the st- who used to go to the station with its owner every day, oh. and the master died and had a heart attack on the way to work on the way in, on the tube into work. Right. And the dog waited there for him to come back until the dog died. No way. Like people would like give it food and water just to keep it going, but whenever they tried to move it, it just growled at them because it, it knew it had to wait. It's wait, yeah, it's waiting for his own. Super fucking common that as well. Like you see dogs running away and going to the grave, and it's like they must smell the owners. In yeah, there. I've seen that. Literally, I've seen one of them. Was it a husky of like it was literally just oh, cry sit, crying at his own, by its oh. owners, actually crying. Yeah, like couldn't un- just couldn't get the, over it because they don't have the concept. They don't understand the concept of death at all. Yeah, they they think they've been abandoned. Perhaps you know. So, but go on, yeah, these eight... eight okay, types. so, type one, anything goes. Definition, characters travel back and forth within their historical timeline. This approach frees you to have fun and not get lost in how time travel works. Usually there's a magical MacGuffin that, to quote the great Dr. Emmett Brown, makes time travel possible. This approach leads to inconsistent limits to the logic of the time travel, but this doesn't mean the story is poorly plotted, won't be enjoyable, or won't be an enormous hit. This approach is more science fantasy than science fiction, with no basis in the real science. Yeah, so this is the Bill and Ted approach. So yeah, this is yeah, this is Bill and Ted. It's back to the, the first Back to the Future, Hot Tub Time Machine, Austin Powers, Men in Black Three, Deadpool Two, The Simpsons, uh, Doctor Who, and uh, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three by Stephen King. Which... Well, yeah, but then it does change time when he comes forward well in that one does it i don't yeah, I've, I've yeah. not read it I've so read in it. in that book he does it, there's a point where he goes where he stops jfk getting murdered right and he's all happy with himself he goes back to the back to the present to find that that caused him to go to war with russia and nukes get dropped and everything's fucking okay so, destroyed. That, that, so that doesn't fit there at all it then. doesn't fit there at but all, yeah like no. the bill and ted one where they take all the historical characters from history and then put them back with no reper- repercussions to them having left yeah it doesn't and influ- influencing how they live the rest of their lives the fact that you know uh, like Napoleon got well into ice cream and shit like that. So that style of time travel is the most freeing for a writer, for a, for a developer. Well, there's no consequences. Worry, they haven't got to worry about it. Because you can get into the weeds. And we've seen this recently with Umbrella Academy. I mean, they've really t- tied themselves up with time travel a lot with what they've done. We've seen it a lot with the Loki TV show. I mean... In, in terms of everything else Marvel does afterwards and has done before, the inconsistencies from what they did in Loki are all over the fucking place. And canon breaking and immersion breaking, and to use a pro wrestling term, suspension of disbelief. You know pro wrestling is not real, but you watch it as it's real and you 
believe it to be real because you've suspended your disbelief to watch it. And that's what happens when you watch a movie or anything like that. But unfortunately, if you create too many inconsistencies, especially with time travel, you will lose people along the way. And I think I think Loki has probably lost a lot of people in what Marvel has done. Because all those branching timelines and stuff, and then it came back in Doctor Strange as well. I think a lot of people are like, I'm not. I, this is not what I'm after. I want superheroes fighting aliens or whatever. You but know? it allows this now opening up all these branches and timelines that now allows them basically to come up with the excuse when something doesn't make sense to past films. Oh yeah, because they're from another time. Yeah, all this sort of shit. They can just play. They can literally. It literally allows them to fuck up the continuity and then have this as the as their prime excuse for why for it why fucks up the continuity. Up. But when it does fuck up the continuity and you look back to old writings and stuff that was written before they use this as an idea, and we've seen this a lot with Umbrella Academy this season as well, whatever they had planned in season one and season two, by the time you get to season three, a lot of that they've just dropped. Yeah. And, they, and especially a lot of the rules, because obviously there were a lot of rules to time travel. Well, they've, they've got, they've got abandoned rid of, They've got rid of that time bureau yeah, entirely. They've just, they just got rid of the out. whole fucking lot. Yeah, they've, they've abandoned it maybe a good thing in the long run because having rules will tie you to the rules and, and there are going to be times people remember and when, and that's what's happened with Loki people remember well hang on a minute because Doctor Strange was using fucking time so there's a time stone this, there's this, bots around all over the place and what, they never stepped in then so why would they step in now you know this isn't even time travel well look what they fucking done with Kenobi yeah you've now tried to introduce like his carry on story from from Revenge of the Sith to New Hope but then you've completely fucked up everything that was laid in place with the original trilogy because now none of it makes sense. But we do need to talk about the most famous entertainment factor of time travel of all time. The number one that comes up in everyone's list when they think time travel and you think video games, entertainment, movies, this stuff. Number one on everyone's tip of everyone's tongue, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but this totally. is another example of like totally. adding... Time travel is complex as fuck right and i like so we're going to get into the weeds on that when it's done badly it fucking ruins everything well it doesn't make any sense yeah we've seen it a lot with x-men comics where time travel has been done superbly and then other ones where it's just absolutely dumb as fuck and people just stop reading right? days of future past like the film i really enjoyed it it's, it's, and i thought i thought i thought they handled that idea quite well yeah because it's consciousness that's traveling I shouldn't. I was joking when I said Final Fantasy VII is is what you think of yeah. when you you're joking. Think you're about, joking, but you're not joking. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm being horrible yeah. about Final Fantasy. The way Final Fantasy's gone, especially since you said you're done talking about it. But the reality <laughs> is, the quintessential time travel TV show movie, whatever, is Kingdom Hearts. No, it's actually Back to the Future. So, or Doctor Who. Or Doctor Who. It's either Doctor Who, or Back to the Future. I mean, Doctor Who is before Back to the Future. What about um, Quantum Leap? Quantum Leap, Quantum Leap is, is we'll get into Quantum Leap because that's a, it's getting rebooted and that did, just oh God. don't get me started on that. Yep. But we, we will dig into Quantum Leap, we'll dig into consciousness, but I think a lot of people when they think time travel, the first movie or anything they say is Back to the Future. That or Terminator. Now Terminator is one where you can change the future yes. from your actions and live in that present until the future never happens. But it, it shows like obviously anything goes technically doesn't work with back to the future in, in that aspect because obviously things are happening he fucks up the timeline so everything starts to alter yeah it's only because he manages to get it back on course at the end but then he shows you what happens if it doesn't which is what part two is but part, then, two, part two's got its own other theory about but time part travel. two is where they actually 
put rules in place. Umbrella Academy recently talked about the grandfather paradox, but that is in, essentially in Back to the Future, when he goes back and he's trying to get his parents together because he knows that if they don't get together, they're not. He's not born. He's not born, and he knows this. He knows when he goes back to the future. Yep. Is the name the of the grandfather. Com- the grandfather paradox is a bit more complicated than that because it's going back one. Well, gener- well, no, it's, it's the fact that if you go back and kill your and you kill your grandfather, therefore you wouldn't exist. So therefore you wouldn't be able to go back and kill your grandfather. So it creates it creates the paradox that if you if you you if could you were, never have been never, able to kill him if, if you were never born. If you were never born, so. Does he exist or doesn't he? Or do you exist or do you not? And it becomes a paradox. And therefore, the universe implodes upon itself because it is literally... Because that cannot happen unless you take the Marvel X-Men take, which the original Marvel X-Men take on time travel is the minute you time travel, you no longer exist in any timeline. You exist as a standalone outside of time. Singularity. And you can pop into different timelines now. It doesn't matter what timeline you originally came from or how you got there or whatever you change... The second you jump out of time, you now exist as a being beyond time. Yeah. Which happens to Bishop because he gets stuck in this like fucking dimension but beyond time in one of the comics. He gets stuck there for fucking ages. He's just stuck in this place because you've time traveled too much, mate. You fucking, you fucked yourself. And also with X-Men as well, if you do change the future because it's Marvel technically you've just created a new split in the river of time a branch of the time that future will still exist somewhere but you've corrected the course that you think you've originally came from to move elsewhere which is another huge concept and Back to the Future doesn't play into that as much because with part two like with the Alamac and Biff it's still the same timeline he hasn't returned and the original timeline exists on a separate one there's only one timeline but whatever you do when you go back in the past will make changes on that timeline which is kind of brutal because if you watch movies like butterfly effect the tiniest little thing the fact that you travel can have massive effects and probably will have masses massive effects mass effect on the (laughs) on the ripples of time right well looking at um comics as well for that sort of thing um flashpoint like you know go back in time to save your mum which you think is a really noble act and will have no effect on the future but in actual fact that person's death influenced so many other people in that world that changing it becomes catastrophic and it basically becomes apocalyptic yeah and that and that's that's literally all it takes with these things like where you compare that sort of marvel or dc or even terminator element to back to the future there's only one timeline in Back to the Future. You don't make a second pathway. So if you go back and change shit, when you go to the when you go back to the future, things have changed, but it's not a separate timeline. It's, it's not saying it's, it's a steady this, stream, that timeline one back. It's just it's just been edited. It's like retcon in your own fucking globe, your own world. Well, that's how Emmett literally points it, he branches it down and across. Like at this point the timeline was changed. So therefore instead of following the one that that you are from you now belong to this one. Yeah. But the one that you are from is got it no longer exists. Continues to travel, yeah. Whereas in in the Marvel and, and in DC, when you change it, it all you start branching off all over the place, and they yeah. they continue as they were. And this one is now new. There is obviously a freeing factor in writing something like Back to the Future, where yeah, you change time, but really you can always go back and, and stop and correct that 
issue from happening. Yeah. Which is why they said the time machine must ever fall into the wrong hands because you could literally just go and change it. And that's the thing with time travel and stuff like this. Is it's probably a problem with having people like Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos sending fucking rockets into space. Is that I don't trust people like him with anything anything let alone and and space travel will ultimately lead to time travel we know we know this as a as a fucking categoric fact light speed travel will 100 percent change the time that you are living in well we talked about it in simulation theory about the speed if they change the the speed of light then everything alters already yeah in when we were talking about in simulation theory we were we were kind of saying that like we have limits so gravity is one of our limits on our planet obviously outside of the planet it no longer there we have mathematical limits like there are equations that keep us where we are physics that keep us where we are the speed of light is literally the it's like the rendering rate it's 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 it, you know it is it's our rendering rate we can't render faster than the speed of light but if you were to break that you would change absolutely fucking everything with time travel if you hit the speed of light or even near it doesn't even need it's not near the speed of light by doing that, you as a person now exist in somewhere other than where you're from. Hypothetically, they say time travel, but hypothetically could mean another dimension. You could you could fucking pierce the veil and go somewhere else, right? Just literally no longer exist where you are. And you wouldn't even know if you had or hadn't, because if it was time travel rather than dimensional travel, how would you know? Because when you go back to where you're from, it's going to be different. If there are dinosaurs, you, you could go, it's time travel, but how would you know it's not a planet where dinosaurs never died? You wouldn't, you would not be able to tell. So, especially, ten- not, especially not there, but if you, went, if you went back to a place and you could find out what the date is, as long as there's a civilization that exists and they have some form of, of like calendar keeping, you can find out, but then they're kind of, they might be completely different as well. Yeah, but you've it? also got to communicate with them. You've also got to be able to. Well, yeah, yeah. That like you would, you you, you cannot be on another planet. Yeah, it's like it's like Planet of the Apes. You could literally, yeah. you could literally be on Planet of the Apes and think this is another planet, another another dimension, and find out like he does in that film that actually this is the Earth you come yeah. from. Actually, calendars were more for, uh, were Roman emperors. But yeah, like before Christ and AD. Yeah, AD, the, the time, well, basically the calendar well, just restarts. There's talk that I've read before. Well, the Greeks that... had a way of counting days and years. Uh, I've read before that, that apparently certain calendars, I think it's the Mayan calendar, which actually worked, it's completely in, it different. worked in 13 months yeah. instead of 12. That's like the end of the world conception. That was, the world was supposed to end on 2012. But the way, the, the, way they, the way their calendar works, the way ours does, is technically this hasn't reached 2012 yet. Because, yeah, they call it 13 months rather than 12 months. But then their days are, have different times to them. So there's loads of different theories. My theory is the world did end in 2012. But what that means wasn't a literal apocalypse it was an update it, it, it was an update it's a cultural shift it's a a shift in the mass consciousness of the planet and you can't tell me that things haven't got fucking weird since 2012 no i can't argue though no i'm completely you know what i mean it's got fucking something happened we something happened to our consciousness as people on mass on this planet after 2012 that has led us down a path of like, literal like psychosis across the board which is self-destruction weird yeah. shit well you think a lot of weird shit is is has come up since then like fucking tons trump being president america going back to the 1950s recently well speaking of trump being president um and time travel the fucking simpsons that, that keep that supposedly predicted loads of things that have happened now they have yeah they, the yeah, they predicted fucking the loads. loads and then trump himself um 
there's a book called Little Baron Trump. You look this book up. It's about a little kid called Baron Trump and his son is called, and this book is like 100 years old and it looks just like, the picture looks just like his son. This little thing, Little Baron Trump. Right. And people are like, is there time travel? And obviously celebrity, I don't really want to get too much into celebrity time travel, but you see them pictures, a geezer looks like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Dude looks like fucking Jay-Z. Yeah. But they look, they're the spitting image. It's fucking bizarre. But then that's how genetics works, that's right? Genetics. Yeah, it's, it's, probably, it's probably a distant relation in some aspect down the yeah. line. Nah, Keanu's just a vampire. We spoke about in simulation theory. There's a geezer who literally looks like Scott with his bum cheeks out. So, yeah, you know, well, there we go. Well, I, I brought up, though, apart from that, there was like a guy in a, a music video I saw years ago. My mate tabby in years ago. He literally looked exactly like me at the time, except he played right-handed guitar. Might be you in another timeline. Yeah, it doesn't help, doesn't help the band with shit, so I wouldn't be in it. <laughs> Shout out to Scott, because his band have actually got a uh, single out on YouTube at the moment. It should be dropping on, Could be on Spotify, Spotify next soon, week, hopefully. Yeah. The cover of Kate Bush's running up that hill. I'll put a link in the description for those interested. Yeah, yeah but the, the way time travel works. So that's one, which is you can have fun with it and you can go anywhere you want with it. And this is probably the one we'll speak about the least because it doesn't have any basis on science. But then when they made that film, they probably didn't understand what they understand about science now, no. especially how they understand time and and quarks and quantum physics and all the, and chaos theory and all these other things that come out that completely change our concept, our reality of what we understand time to be. And much like with simulation theory, this is one that just, once you go down that rabbit hole, you think about everything differently from here on out. You, ju you just have no choice but to think about things differently. So we've got number two. Number two, probably the most commonly used, I feel, branch reality changes to the past don't rewrite history they split the timeline into an alternate branch timeline which i've spoken about before on simulation theory uh this action does not change or erase the original timeline as authors got more familiar with the science behind time travel in the theological physics this type based upon the many worlds theory in quantum mechanics emerged when the character travels back into the past and changes events they create a new reality. Their original reality is unchanged. Branches themselves can branch leading into a multiverse of possibilities. So, for example, Loki, which we'd already spoken about, Back to the Future Part 2, Avengers Endgame, um, and then DC Comic Multiverse, the Marvel Comics Multiverse, Rick and Morty, Star Trek 2009. Oh, yeah, that's the fucking shitty redo of spot comes back and well yeah he's from a different timeline yeah, so that, that that those films need to just not be watched by people leonard nimoy <laughs> Le leonard nimoy arrives because he is the original spot from yeah. that original timeline where uh the guy i can't remember the fucking actor that played him now came back and killed fucking kirk's dad and everything and it altered how everything worked how everything proceeded from there yeah and then and then that leads to them redoing khan's story which should never have been fucking touched Con! sci-fi aside it's one of the greatest films ever fucking made i was really excited for that film and i still think better that comebacks did a good job in it it just it just didn't work yeah it didn't work he could have been a different villain to yes. be fair you know yeah, exactly it was the fact they left it up to that point eh? and it was like what's your name Con. get no yeah, with get me it, i was man. like you motherfuckers you, you yeah. just again like that character is iconic. You can't have another actor play it. You just you leave him as he is. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, just, that's, ho that's Hollywood fucking with shit again. Eh? Yeah. Well, this is what they do now, which was an episode for the future for sure. 
this retconning of shit. But essentially, retconning is time travel in a way. Starting a new timeline. And a lot of these time travel stories and theories are essentially retconning your own life. Yes. Or retconning sometime. So I do have a question. If you could go back to any point in time to witness something, what would it be? As fucking dangerous and stupid as it might sound, I'd want to go back to the Christmas day during World War One when they just played football, just to see if it was actually true. I think it was true, but not across... Like, they make it sound like it's across the board, but I think it was it like was, one... No, there was a couple, but and they did it the year after as well. But then as the war progressed, it got less and less. But yeah, they literally, they did do it for the first one or two years. They did but it's that. like, you, you know... They didn't the, want to be there. The they majority didn't... of people in the war, when they were firing, were firing in the air. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't want to be there. No, they're just doing what they're told. It was something like only 10% of soldiers actually aim for the enemy. That shows you how we feel about murder. There's a psychopath there, right? Yeah. That is a good answer. So why that? Why that thing? I don't know, because when, when you think about war, you just think of bloodshed and everything being fucking awful and horrible. And then just on Christmas, which is meant to be a wholesome family day, in the middle of this fucking war zone, you just see that there is this wholesome moment between two opposing factions. And it's almost unreal to think of during that time. As a story, it does change what you think about war, right? It does make you go, fuck, what's the worth of this death and destruction? Like, like, what is it worth when really we could just be kicking a ball about? Like, it does yeah. make you think of it that way. Yeah. So Scott, have you got one that you'd go back to? It's a difficult. It's, 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 it's a difficult one, man, because there's so many ideas, like key points through history. It'd be very interesting to witness. The assassination of JFK. That'd be a very interesting one to see. I think <laughs> with a mobile phone, you can film it all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, it's just you know, there's always those that conspiracy theory behind it that I find very interesting. Which is probably. 100% true. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah that... But then do you go back further? I mean, you know, I, as you guys probably know quite well, I'm very into my Greek mythology and stuff like that. So, you know, go back and witness the Trojan War. If that actually existed, if that was actually yeah, a thing that know, happened. Is it a story or not? Because it's so long ago, it's passed down through, like, obviously word of mouth originally, then before it's put into writing. So also, a lot of these Greek myths, I'd love to know if these sort of people, if this, if this actually happened. To go back into and try and find the timeline where that actually was a thing. Did the Trojan War actually happen? Yeah, like to go back to historical events that... Because a lot of the stuff in the Trojan War sounds like mythology. The horse itself is sounds like bollocks. Yeah, and it's obviously if you read Homer's uh, The Iliad, they, he includes the involvement of the gods and stuff. So obviously, yeah, that wasn't, exactly. that, obviously that wasn't a thing. But the idea that like heroes like Achilles and Odysseus actually existed... But which, was it the heel being his weak point or was that a part of the uh, armor that wasn't covered? Or No, but that, that, that's based in mythology as well. Yeah. Because it's literally his mother dumped him in the river Styx to make him to make him invulnerable his because she was holding was... him from his ankle. Yeah. That was the bit that wasn't. But what covered. was? But was there a truth behind? Because a lot of what they would do back in the day is there would be something that was true and they'd explain it. But they the only thing they had they didn't have science to the degree we do. They didn't have an understanding of the universe to the degree we do. Yeah, they did have a lot of science and especially maths, but they would have to explain why this dude was not getting beaten in battle. So did they go, oh, well, he died because someone did him in the leg or something. What? And then they create this backstory exactly. based off of the fact that maybe he just had really good armor, but his heels weren't covered. Or he was, maybe... just, he was just as fucking as good a fighter as they say he was. And he, literally, you get, you get caught in the heel because we know the Achilles tendon is a very much a weak point. So literally, he got caught in the ankle, and that that crippled him, and they crippled just him, and they stabbed the yeah, fuck exactly. out of him. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, that's all this sort of ideas. You know, it, it's was Rome built in a day? 
go back and find yeah. out if Rome was built in a day. Or were, you know, were, were Romulus and Remus raised by wolves? Was, well, actually, we, we do know from Greek history that the Greeks settled Rome and built Rome and that the Roman version of events is a lie because all their gods are the same gods as the Greeks and the Greeks predated them and the Greeks sailed round to Italy and fucking took it over. We, we do know that to be false, but to see how they did it. Well, what about witnessing the building of the pyramids to actually see how they did it? That's, that's the you turn up there's spaceships and shit rocking about and you're well, like fair fuck. play okay. that was true yeah I think if I was to go back I'd go back to the point where they say humans weren't building shit and see how true that is because we find shit all the time that disproves civil- that human civilization is way older yeah I'd go back before the Younger Dryas flood that we know and see what the fuck was going on before this great flood because that would change the course of human history forever. Some people reckon that they were super advanced and they got taken out. Well, they could be. If we got wiped out today, our race got wiped out today and all that was left was relics of our buildings and we had to restart a la fucking horizon style we would not be able to make head nor tail of how we built all our stuff be nothing left to to indicate that but anything that would have remained right any buildings that might still remain a lot of it would be the underground shit would remain which they do a lot of in horizon we would have to work out at knowing nothing having to be hunter and gatherers again we'd have to work out how the fuck these metal objects that are rusted with in in random areas which would be cars rusted it was just car parks, but we'd have to go, what, what What? was this? Were these monuments? What is this lower level filled with rusty metal? What What were we doing? We wouldn't be able to tell. And we wouldn't be able to read any of the writing that was left behind. Nope. So if they did find anything, they're going to have to try and figure out our language. Um, obviously, the language will change depending on what country you're in. They'd have to re-figure out all of that stuff. Imagine and- trying to figure out Russian. God. <laughs> Oh, Japanese and Chinese and that. Yeah. Like, bro. Japanese, Chinese and Korean. It's like, oh, these look the same, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Hebrew or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, just... It's like signatures, yeah. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't <laughs> even know... Handwriting. But the problem is, they wouldn't even know what a signature is. And by that point, they've invented their own alphabet and their own... Exactly. So they would, ha- so they would have to figure it all out again. And you would not be able to make head nor tail of any of what we've done. Mm-hmm. None of it. Yep. The only thing that we would have that might survive if they had the ability to look at it would be perhaps media. Mm. So like when we can see the pictures, the hieroglyphs, we can kind of tell a story from some of that. We can't fully trust it, but there's certain things where it looks like people beating each other up, stabbing each other. Well, that's obviously a fight or a war. We know what that means. So perhaps photographs, images would depict something to them well, you look but... at hieroglyphics now there's still start there's still certain characters in hieroglyphics they don't know what they mean they still can't they know majority of it but there's still certain symbols they don't know what that means i suppose it's not like they can go and ask anyone exactly there's certain languages on this planet that we can't the dead language Sumer- <laughs> Sumer- ancient sumerian stuff like that it's... we we just don't know but there are languages like the aboriginal language that they speak that we now trying to learn struggle to know what they're telling us because they do not speak a language that's phonetically like anything else not written down it's like some of them little african places have that weird clicky like like yeah like we don't know what that means we do not we cannot work that out yeah even now with all our technology all our stuff but they can give each other single signals of stuff and it's very it's a very basic it's like morse code in a way 
but they can do like two clicks mean go and have a piss three clicks mean go and take kill, a shit we need to kill a lion like yeah, yeah, yeah. like they mean different things but we don't know struggle to work out what that means and i think we've got maybe 30 percent of it down now and we've been communicating with these people for like over 100 years in some capacity and we still don't know what they mean and it's the same in a lot of the aboriginal languages they just do not make sense in any um written form yeah. or speaking form to any other language in the world at least with arabic russian chinese you can pinpoint similarities between them all and with english with french you can find phonetic like yeah. vowels things like that they all exist even though they're used differently they all exist in some of these languages, they don't exist. So how the fuck are they communicating? And we, we just don't know. No. So with something like time travel, being able to go back and go like Atlantis, some like Ooh. was Ent Lemuria Atlantis? Was any of this real? Go to the South American. Um, we had a message about because we hit on the Amazon and the weird shit under the Amazon. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was the, the simulation. Simulation, theory, simulation theory. We've we've had a few messages from people saying please. Dig in and do that as an episode. Oh fucking hell! Okay, which which I'm down for because it's amazing. To sure. Me, that kind of yeah, stuff. yeah. And we're kind of digging into it a little bit here. Like to me, the concept of time travel wouldn't be about the future. The past would be more interesting to me than the future, unless we're talking a future that I can't live beyond. Once we start getting beyond where I can live, physically existing then the future becomes very interesting. If someone said you could view 300 years in the future, that interests me because I will never see it. But if someone said you can go 10 years in the future, well, I might as well wait at this point. And then you find out, I'm not here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That about died yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So while we're at it, with the, with the where you would go, and we stick to the past, how about if it was only your consciousness that could travel to a former version of yourself? It can never, it can only go back to a point that you have existed on the planet. If they could send, like like the Wolverine, because Wolverine's a constant because he's existed for a long time. Yes. If you could visit a moment in your life and go back and do something, and maybe you could spend 24 hours in a former part of your life, who are you going back and having sex with? No, what are you going, what are you going back and visit? What are you going back and visit? Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's a straightforward, easy answer. Then I go back to when my grandma's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Straight away. Well, you'd probably be the same with your granddad. Yeah. It would be that. And obviously, you go into your physical body as a kid. But the problem is, that short shit can become addicting. If you, if you were able to do it more than once, that would become addictive. Yes. And that would also open up that same... And then it would like, kill your future. Your future would yeah. be... And then we and then we, then we we come back to the fucking Black Mirror. Be right back. Yes. Living within your, your memories. Yeah. Because... There are with memories, and this does fit into this because I, I would say memory bank travel is probably we will hit that as a time travel way before we can physically time travel. You mean like an animus, yeah, like like now an animus within your memory. Now, does that include genetic memory, which could open up a fucking can of worms? Well, it'll allow you to, it'll allow you to like, like, like with the animus, it allow you to really find out your family's history. But the idea that we could travel back go and sit in a, a booth or a headset and go and experience put on a, put on a VR headset and away you go and, and go back and, and experience shit that you may have even forgotten you know you're going back and almost reviewing yes yeah, so 
going back, it wouldn't you wouldn't be allowed? You wouldn't be allowed to influence anything. You would just exist it's in the a memory. Yeah, yeah, because it's just a memory. But people would get stuck in memories of good times. They would, and 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 like you've got different type, you've got different personality types that would do that, right? You've got the people like you and me, and, and I'm, well, Chris, I, I guarantee it's the same. It's a dead person, right? Yeah, yeah. We've got people like us that it's like, yes, if we were allowed to do that, we would go back to a point in time and revisit a moment where we were around someone that we love who's no longer here because it refreshes, that whole day refreshes as if it was yesterday mm. when you come back out. But you know there are going to be people that go back to smashing someone. 100%. When you give someone a choice, they're like, Oh, that, about, was a, that was a good lay. <laughs> yeah, how about I go back to this one-night stand I had 10 years ago? There were going to be people who make that choice over something more meaningful. And I think those people might get addicted to it more than the people that are using it for... Willow grain. Yeah, because they're using it for sexual gratification. They're going back in time, coming in their pants, coming out of it, remembering it, going home and jerking off over it, like, because it's fresh memory in their head. Maybe they can now take a recording yeah. of it back it's with them. It's fresh fresh exciting and you, oh, they're, they're 100 no people to doing around that. Tian, without yeah team would just be gone he would just be sitting there bashing one out all day every day he'd just become the the kuma consumer, <laughs> but there would there would be people like that um out there and and use it for evil <laughs> well no because it's not real time travel. No, i know i know i know but there would be people using it for entertainment with everything right and with porn addiction being a fucking huge problem, there are, are going to be people that are just reliving. And that's almost voyeuristic, right? You split up with this person, you've not been with them for a long time, but you are using your time in this little time travel booth for your memories to go back and so you can fucking bang them. Experience banging <laughs> well, them. Again, we're, li we're literally just discussing Black Mirror. It is very Black Mirror, yeah. It is the willow grain, but rather than it be something you watch, it's something you're going back and experiencing. And people like that are just scum. <laughs> to me, like, and not that it wouldn't be tempting, because I think everyone would be tempted, but for that to be your choice, something has gone wrong in your fucking life. Like, well, it depends. Would you be offered that chance more than once? Or is it you can go back to one point in your life and that's it? Let's say you can do it once, right? You can experience one day from any point in your life. And some people might go, I want to go back and experience my wedding day. Some people might go, I want to go back especially if you're divorced yeah so some people might go back and say i want to experience the last good memory i had with a dead loved one right just a day where i got to see it a christmas where i got to see everyone imagine imagine like clicking random just getting oh, Jesus just getting Christ. any day out and of it's your a day we're just getting your ass wiped as a years. baby and all that yeah it's like oh i'm at the dentist <laughs> fuck yeah, you, you've got yeah. We're, we're British. We dentists. What are you fucking talking about? I, I, no, I just can't afford the dentist. <laughs> it's too <But> expensive. <laughs> it, you would have to go. There would be people that their first choice would be something they can jerk off to. Not everybody. I I, I could I could pretty much guarantee you if I if I asked Amy that question, she'd probably go back to when her granddad was alive because she was very very close with her granddad. I can guarantee you that's where she would go. Yeah. But speaking of people that appear on this podcast, Tian would go back and see his nan who died a few years back. 100%. Yeah. That's what he'd do. Where would Leslie go? He would go back to fucking someone. One, he definitely would, right? 
He'd go back to the first time he got pegged or something. That's what he'd do. He'd, Where he'd, would Jake go? Back to the first day of experience in Final Fantasy VII for the first time. 100%. He'd go, um, he, yeah, he'd go back to playing a game. He would definitely be... He says it all the time, I wish I could experience this for the first time again. It would yeah. be a video game for him. It would be Final Fantasy of some description, either yeah. seven. seven or 14. There are, there are people that are going to use, would use a technology like that for that. But obviously, if it was only once, you know that within 10 years, it's going to be on your phone, readily available for fucking everyone at some point and once it becomes a commodity like that people will be using it mostly yeah, for and them. that's where we get even worse yeah because now people are living in the past instead of embracing what's actually going on right now yeah because because a but lot then, of to be fair the way the world's going it'll probably be a fucking damn sight worse but, in 10 years but that's what i mean so you know and it's the same when we've spoken about vr a few times as well like it'll be so easy to escape the worsening conditions that we are finding ourselves in the fact that people can't buy homes, the fact that people can't fucking afford food. Like, the geezer from Iceland, uh, who runs Iceland, owns Iceland, right. said he has sleepless nights about putting his food prices up in Iceland. Because Iceland's cheap, yeah. right? And he knows he can't. And they, he said he made a commitment to certain things that have been a pound for 10 years. Pound pizza. He said he cannot, even that, he'd rather make a loss He's still making money on them. He'll but always make money. He he would rather keep them at a pound than maybe put some other something else more more luxury, more nicer stuff up. Product like like mainstream products, for example, like coffee and shit like yeah, that. Because he up said a that he could, because he said that he knows when he did a poll that some people only have the the two most popular things were twenty five pounds a week for food for people to live on that shop at Iceland. You can't do the that. The second eh? most popular one was fifty pounds a month. To live on Jeez, for pound a month. Oh, yeah, and a lot of these Christ. people were like single mums with a kid to yeah. go for as well. And a lot of the most popular items they were buying was they would go in and they would buy twenty five ready meals for a quid each, and that's twenty five days of them eating one meal a day. And so they would do that when they were on twenty five pound a week, and then they would get their baby formula. And maybe they would get some chocolate and some crisps and things to eat in the day when they're not eating a meal. Yeah. And that's how they're living. So with things like that on the rise in a country as rich as the UK, we're looking at petrol prices or gas prices in America. They're just constantly going up and up and up and up. Looking at the cost of living is through the roof at the moment. People just cannot afford anything. People can't buy homes. And minimum wage isn't going up. Minimum wage isn't going up. Wages aren't do, going up. Do you know up. what? In order for every, like I was what I was something that popped up on TikTok the other day. There's been a lot of like these politically like these political fucking um, conversations going on from yeah. TikTok and that. And there was a guy who was on on a show, and he literally said, "In order for everybody to be able to keep up with how every, how expensive everything is getting, everybody needs a ten percent cost of living rise. Yeah. No company is gonna fucking give you that. Okay. Where I, where I used to work, I'll tell you this. Yeah, where I used to work, a lot of the guys are leaving." Because in November, they gave him a loyalty rise. Don't know how much it was, but they gave him a loyalty rise for sticking with the company because everybody's been leaving and shit, and stuff's been getting shit. And then at the start of January every year, you get the cost of living. That's every year, and that's done by the building control. They tell you how much it's got to go up. It's normally about, what, 2%? This year, it's supposed to be 5% because of how expensive shit is getting. So they had the cheek, the company I used to work for, they had the cheek... To tell the guys that you're getting the cost of living, but if you got the loyalty rise in November, that counts towards three percent 
of your loyalty rights. So they're only giving two percent. And a lot Fucking of the, and, cheeky and, bastards. And a lot of the guys were just like, "You didn't tell us this," because when they gave him that rise, that wasn't part of the discussion. The 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 fact how everything's going up and that it's going to be five percent. So they tried to cop it out and say, "All right." That you're that's three percent of your row, so we're only giving you two percent. And literally, uh, last week, six guys, six more guys handed their notices in because they're fucking going good. That's fucking scummy as fuck. Yeah, there's a few, there's another company, but they're also linked to the company that you used to work for that had the same issue. Um, I won't say the company on here, yeah, I'm not gonna, but they they did they've had the same issue. And the guy that was at my work sorting out sync was like, oh, yeah, they fucking. They've done this. We've had three people quit last week. Two people quit this week. Yeah. He said, I'm thinking of going. He said, I'm almost at retirement age. I, the fuck? Like, I've got a pension that I've paid into a lot. Do I do I stick out the next three years or do I just fucking go and work in fucking M&S stacking shelves for three years? And Probably get treated better. And not M&S. worry about it. And I was like, to be honest, I wouldn't... Fair play to you. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't think of that as a, as a bad thing at all if you no. did something like that. So with all that stuff going Sorry, on, though, back, back on track, yeah. No, 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 because it's, it's important to what we're talking about. With all that going on, with life just getting worse for people, like, and even this stuff like the abortion stuff, even things like weird laws coming in and out, but also the way people react. Like on the radio show, um, I mentioned that the way people have reacted to this abortion thing makes them look bad, which makes people side with anti-abortion. If you come out and you say, I've had 21 abortions, people want to go, you're a cunt. You're what's wrong with the world. You're what's wrong with the world. But that makes your argument of being pro-life, I'm sorry, pro-abortion, pro-choice, look bad. Because you go, really, the people arguing for abortion are all these mental motherfuckers making bad takes. Who don't know what a fucking condom or contraception is. Yeah, and then people go, well, I'm not on their side, so I must be on the other side. This is definitely what's happening in them. So yeah, but you can be you can be pro-choice and still think this person's a fucking idiot because you get that you get that with you get that in any direction you look in you got the people that have got their fucking head screwed on and understand what's going on and then you got the other guys that are fucking idiots. But then the way that our politics has gone, it's if you're not on board with everything we say, you can't be part of our team. Ugh. So then you instantly gravitate towards the opposite team. Whether you believe in yeah, it or they, not. They, 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 not necessarily. That depends how easily led you are. Because like you, like you said yourself, you're in, you find yourself in the middle. Yeah. You find positives and negatives in both sides. I'm the same as you. I can look at their pol. I can look at both sides' policies and realize that's great. That's also good. But you're fucking stupid for thinking that, and you're idiots for doing that. But then you wouldn't be invited to the fucking party. That's have... fine. I don't want to be invited to the party because it's full of fucking mongs already. But, but the bigger they grow. Right? When it comes to politics, your voice now no longer exists. My voice, no matter, it doesn't exist anyway. It doesn't anyway. exist anyway. But, but if it was a perfect system and it and, and your vote counted and it mattered... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Even right? even even over here, it doesn't I matter. don't vote because it doesn't fucking it don't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, it is the, the, the problem with politics in its general... In You're going to vote for me, though, when I run that. Right? Oh, fuck yeah. But the problem with politics in, 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 any, in any country is it's run by rich old fucks who have not who don't give a fuck about the public they're just interested in their own games and they're living about 30 years in the fucking past yeah. you look and at you look at how much our fucking states members earn oh they're full of shit as well and they're, they're all fucking liars and two-faced pricks 
apart from a couple, there are there are the exceptions in there. They're always going to be. John you got, you got the people generally try. John Gollop, John Gollop, I think, is a fucking stand-up guy. He's, he's been... He's, he's honest. He's been, a, he's, 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 be been a, he's been a stage member for fucking years. He always gets voted, and his his, his polling is always high because he supports he, he supports the, everything that goes on locally. Because he speaks to people. I, he his job. He's turned up at fucking chaos. I went to college with him. He turned up at chaos one year and got in the marsh pit. You know, yeah, he the, wants he, to know he, what people are doing. Exactly. He turns up every time there is a stage show. He goes. He's the only one I've ever seen. At all of them, yeah. He at all, them. he goes to every single one. He just but then the other thing with him is, well, he loves this island. Yes, he does. And he wants what's best for it. Yeah. The On the flip side, to all the old codgers that are stuck in the past, the people that are young that get involved in politics are all activists of some kind. They've got their own fucking agenda. They've got their own agendas. They're all activists. They're LBGTQ activists. They're weed activists. They're and they only have one topic. that, But they, they only have the one topic they focus on rather than a broad a broad subject. spectrum of everything so yeah. they can't once they get in they can't make a difference because unfortunately they're single minded they're single minded they're single issue politicians and and that isn't just here like Guernsey's such a small place that we can physically go and speak to these people oh yeah I know. <laughs> we know where you live yeah we know we literally know where you live but it doesn't change when you get outside of this island that, that political thing so with all this political discourse... Mate, I might be fucking chief minister in Jersey this time next week. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the way politics has gone globally in the West, um, the way that technology has taken over what we do, what we say, our discourse has forever changed. Like, the way people argue over politics and over subjects is mental. Got him. If there was a time travel device that let you experience your past memories, how many people do you think Given everything going on in the world, how shit it is, are jumping back in time. Probably eighty percent of people. Bad people would be. Oh, you'd, be li- you, you'd be living in it. Yeah, it'd be like fucking Sword Art Online. Yeah, but this like, is yeah, but this without is... being trapped there. They've trapped themselves yeah. there. But like you know, it's like the idea with like branch theory. I, I think I brought it. Up, I did bring it up in simulation theory. Is the idea that every decision we make branches out another timeline. So, like I think I said, you know, there's, do you go out with this person or do you go out with that person? Do you do this or do you do that? You know, there's like the, the multiple choice answers. Yeah. Did you take a dump this morning and miss your bus to work? Did that, in one... Did that bus have an accident? Yeah, in another universe. And, and I think that does tie back to time travel because a lot of people will use time travel to create that branching theory. But I'm with you, Scott. I think every decision we make run some sort of code like in a video game to branch us in another direction to get multiple endings then there's multiple endings in multiple decisions and we will never we will never see them but there's another there might be another reality or another timeline that branches off where that that's that that consciousness or that that person that is us makes that decision and then that branch starts off again and and we're going to stick with this for a second because Everything I looked up on time travel was forward and back, but never sideways. You know, yeah. No one was looking at branching sideways. Lost it as a TV show. That was one that dealt with time travel and time very, very well for its for two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. JJ Abrams there. Yeah, before he turned to shit. Um, was it JJ Abrams? Yeah, lost. lost yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking Abrams. That was, that's what made him big. Yeah, that's lost. where, oh, that's where he got his name and then it branched out and he got all the other stuff as and well. And off the back of Lost, it was Cloverfield, which is yeah. all the Lost mm. Easter eggs in there. Yeah. But 
the ability to to the many worlds theory uh, without time travel does exist that every choice you make not even just choice like everything you do in one universe i didn't just open this alcoholic beverage and take a sip in one universe i waited two seconds later in another universe you shotgunned it and in another universe i'm an alcoholic and i can't touch these anymore and another universe i'm teetotal or never touched it yeah and that and in, in that universe we're not here it's somebody else yeah, yeah <laughs> it's other people yeah they're people that people that only drink water in another um, universe he is now transgender and he is now a woman yeah in another universe tian is the host as you said earlier yeah <laughs> yeah and he, he only puts a podcast out twice a year yeah um, one time on jake's a piss head but you know you you have this many theories i think we could kind of stick to that before we move on to the time uh forward and back stuff because that's an interesting scenario to think of like just how many branches are out there and science kind of proves through um so when you put uh, so there's a there's an example where they put clocks running at different speeds next to each other so this one's a minute this one's a couple of seconds before or no they're all running at the same time but their their tiktoks are off and they align after a minute there's a lot of thing about tiktok that's off the, the app tiktok yeah <laughs> but like if you get like a grandfather clock yeah and you know you have the bit that swings back and forth if they can all be off right they can all be swinging at a different moment but the time could be the same and after a minute they align and tick in sequence really which would prove that we that that whatever we are doing right can branch anywhere and collapse within itself at the same time, which is fucking mind boggling, right? I didn't actually realize clocks did that. Yeah, but but we see it with uh, desk toys, right? Where you can you swing pendulums back and forth, and it takes a while for them to build up, and then they perpetually just continue. It's it's a, it, it's essentially the same as that, right? And it is a physics issue, and they would and that synchronicity is the word they use synchronicity things will sync up and we spoke about synchronicity a lot in the simulation theory of people that are around each other you mirror each other's stances and language and words and things like that like there is a lot of synchronicity that happens but a lot of that happens within the dimensions of time as well which is kind of fucking bonkers and another thing with time before we go on to scott's next point that he's got down is even as a planet, we experience time differently because of time zones. Um, my you, you so it's not a time isn't a constant because we can see differences depending on where the fuck we are. If I phone my mates in America, they're five hours behind me. Yeah, technically I'm phoning in the past. You can see the most extreme time zones in plus fourteen hours at Line Islands in Kiribati and minus twelve hours around the Baker Islands in the U.S. Which would mean that between the pair of them. 26 hours 26 hours that, that, yeah, yeah, over a day time difference yeah, between the lowest and the highest yeah. well you look at it you look at it um, the points of Alaska and Russia like where they literally are well I think there's like a couple of miles is it, is it, it's like 10 miles or something like that between them you can literally see the coastline I think it's more than that actually I'm, over, I'm under exaggerating but literally Russia is you can drive across it in the winter because it freezes yeah so yeah. Russia is like nearly tw is it 12 Hours, I think, ten or twelve. Yeah, so yeah, it's like that. So you think that's literally it? So you literally you drive across there, you are literally going back into yesterday. 
or you're going forward into today? Yeah, um, I'm gonna fucking butcher this pronunciation. Yeah, got um, Kanchata Cry in Russia is GMT plus twelve. And then what's the Alaskan? From us, they'll be minus, about, minus they'll be eight. About... Only minus eight. GMT minus eight. Really? Mm-hmm. Shit. According to this, I thought they'd be further back. I know because they're not in line because LA's minus eight. I thought they'd be a bit further behind. Because well, Hawaii's isn't... minus nine. Oh shit! Really? That's still weird though. That's still that's still a big fucking time difference. So you're going back twenty hours then. If you if you were literally starting to rush you to go back to Alaska, you're not. So you're not. It's like you're not going back a day, but you are going back to earlier in the day. Yeah. Like um, do you know where the origin of GMT comes from? I assume because you know because England is the the central point of the world. Green Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah. It's we 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 uh, as Almori used to say, the Germans do not sit down for their lunch until we say it's one o'clock. No, it's a. It used to be a commerce used to keep on ships. Okay. So whenever they were at sea or going to like what would be different time zones, yeah, they always knew what the time was back in England. Fun fact from YouTube. There you go. It it always helps to dive down the YouTube rabbit hole every now and then. Eh? If only they were the way they were. I typed in and I was finding these like four minute videos and it and it was like a, a voiceover just reading something. Oh yeah. And then what was coming up on the screen was just clip art or just stock footage. And he, and then I'd go to the next one and it's the same shit and it's almost the same voice. Recycled. Yeah, and it's almost the same kind same style of Hi, welcome to this tube. Today we are discussing time travel. My balls itch all day. And then it's and a weird way to start a video. Not, not, to the channel. not not for us, but please like and subscribe while I finger my asshole. You know, it's like that. And I'm like, and don't forget to click the bell so you can get notified when the new episode is released. Yeah, and you click the new episode, and it's the same, sh- same shit, same cadence, same way of doing everything. There's no, there's no, and I, I found hundreds of videos about like that about this kind of subject, but only. When I started going, fuck it. Like, literally, I started not typing in time travel. I started started typing in physics time. Suddenly, I'm getting Neil deGrasse Tyson. Suddenly, I'm getting people that know what the fuck they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you've, um, you've got to look for I have it. to take the time travel part out and just put time, physics, science. Yeah. And then I'm finding gold. And that's where, like, not that I'm going to call myself an authority on Neil time Neil deGrasse now, Tyson's a fucking genius. But the shit I learned on this was fucking mind-blowing. Like, but I understood it. That that the, I could understand what they were fucking saying. Like I said at the beginning about when you spin like the ball on a string and the the, you, the center is only moving this fast, but everything else is moving twice as quick, treble as quick. That's how time works. I learned this from listening to people know what they're talking about, but they're not explaining it in a way that a fucking idiot can't, un- that an ape can't understand. Yeah, like they're explaining it in a way where I'm like, I get this. This makes sense. This makes sense to me. And that's and now we get to be idiots explaining, I guess, the lesser idiot. <laughs> time travel for dummies. Time, yeah, that's actually what I was calling this episode. So you know that's going to call it Is time it? travel for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> or an You'd idiot's guide to, you know. One of those an guys. idiot's guide to time travel. Yeah. 42. Um, Amazing. Never travel without a towel. Yeah, correct. But to me, it's such a fascinating concept. That like, has time travel in it. Yeah. If you not not so much like the film, but if you read the books, like 
because the book's uh, what's it, what's it, it's called the trilogy in five parts. But then he's made a six. But his son's made a sixth. What's the son did? Well, the son finished it. Douglas Adams uh, started. I think he wrote the trilogy, and then he still had more to tell. So his son. But the son had what he had. He had concepts. Yeah. yeah so his son finished. And don't get me wrong. He holds up. He keeps the humour. It's obviously not as good as the original Hitchhiker, like the first chapter. Of Hitchhiker. Look, you, you can still tell the sparks there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, he he had as much love for it as his dad did. But yeah, literally, it because it, it's a legacy to him. It's his I'll, dad's legacy. He's trying to yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, have you guys read the books? I read the first three. I read the, the trilogy. first two. Ah, uh, okay. So I don't want to ruin it. It all goes bonkers. Like it gets really mental. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to ruin it for you if by telling you how it ends. But it's a really, really cool way that he fucking does it. But yeah, like yeah. So so much stuff involves time, space. Is it? It's. I almost see this as a follow up to Simulation Theory. It kind of is because they, they fall, they fall, they fall they in. really fall in on each other. Yeah, they almost rely on each other, right? Yeah. So we've kind of discussed these first two ideas and we branched off into little things that come along but we have got the third what they call the first form of third form of time travel to type three time dilation characters traveling off world experience time moving more slowly than elsewhere in the universe allowing them to move forward in time but not backwards this type is based upon our scientific understanding of how time slows down as you approach the speed of light which we have yeah. discussed already this is the forward-only type of time travel. There is no going backwards. Examples. Planet of the Planet Apes. The Apes yeah. Ender's Game. Flight of the Navigator. Interstellar. And Buck Rogers. And any alien encounter anyone has ever had where they lose time. They never lose time backwards. They never reappear. There have been cases of people coming back. Like, um, there's a. It turned out to be a myth, but there was a guy who turned up in was it Japan, and he had he had a passport from a country that didn't exist. And when they asked him to point it out on a map, it's uh, where Andorra is, but it was called something else. Yeah, I um, I remember one that popped up. The other day, uh, Rudolph uh, Fentz. Rudolph Fentz, a very famous in New York, in New York, or one yeah. But the idea is that it's actually it's a myth. There's there's rumors that there's, they're saying that it's a myth. Someone's there's... story that they wrote in a yeah. paper or something that got so, twisted. Yeah. This guy uh, basically got hit by a car in New York. Right. And when they they obviously took him to um, the morgue and everything, they investigated his belongings and everything. They ha he had all these notes and coins that existed in the 1800s but don't exist anymore. And and his attire as well. Yeah, and he had like he had like identification that he lived at this address and that it was these things and it was like a diary and all this sort of stuff. And it was all this information of the, of uh, like places that don't exist anymore. Like he lived, uh, I think it was like a bakery or something. He he owned a bakery. That bakery didn't exist, but it did. In the when 1800s. they look, when they look back in they through the records, yeah. And they and then there's this copper like looked into the case and he, he looked up missing persons in the area way back, and uh, he traced it back to uh, Rudolf Fence Junior, Junior, yeah, who had died a couple of years earlier. So he went to his what he went to the guy's widow, asked and asked her about it, and he goes, oh yeah, he's like his father 
when he was like, I think when Rudolph French Jr. was like eight years old, went out one morning and it's the idea that he somehow traveled back. He traveled forward, forward, yeah. forward in time to New York. I think it was in the eight, in the sixties or something like that. I think it's meant to be. I can't quite remember. But yeah, he and he got hit by a car. It's a very famous time travel story, but it's conflicted of whether it's real or if it's fake. The, the last I saw of it was someone saying that this was like written in a like local newspaper, like a little story of the time. But they do sometimes they have a little fiction part of it. And it was written in the 60s when it was set. But because people read it in the newspaper, it became, oh, look, did you see in the news about this weird fucking dude? And then after like three or four years, and that newspaper, no one has a copy of it. No, it's now becomes an urban myth. Uh, so it's a science. It's 1951, a science fiction short story by Jack Finney. It's gotten to the point where it's re, like cult, uh, pop culture status that some people think it's real. With that, you know, War of the Worlds is another example of people listening to the radio. That, and going, was, Jesus so, that was so well Christ. done. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it, it, of course, really people killed themselves. Yeah, fucking, yeah, people, yeah people went and shot themselves when they heard it because they thought. Yeah, it was real. dude, they fucking panicked a big time. Brilliant though, you know, oh, you can never though. do it once it's done once. You never do it again. No, you know. But the idea that people can find pockets of time and disappear into time is not new. It's countless books, video games, all sorts of stuff that have someone just appearing somewhere they're not. Even Final Fantasy has Titus appearing what was the past, Zanakin, to the future, just in a pocket of time. Obviously, the story goes elsewhere. Yeah. But for the majority of the game, you believe he is from a time that no longer exists. Yeah. We see it with films and movies and stuff where rather than it be a person who's come back from time, it's a monster or something that's come from someone. Oh, Terminator is a Terminator's great, a good a great example concept of that. An old, an old series on BBC, I think it's called Primal. Oh yeah, Primal. Primeval. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, my missus watched yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like, look like fucking shite. Oh, it did. Um, BBC the time CGI. machine, famously, it does make sense that people would think that it works in that manner. Yeah, right. Of course. Um, because another tidbit I got about time travel is as well: if you travel at the st- speed of light, the level of radiation within the bubble that you're traveling in is so high that it would evaporate anything that lives. Fun. Yeah. So like <laughs> we're, we're talking, we'd have to send a super mutant from Fallout that's immune to radiation up in it. Or a ghoul. So one, going at that speed would rip anything we currently have apart. Two, the radiation is so high that it would kill anything that could live inside it. Three, being inside that could rip you apart yourself, even if you are shielded from the radiation traveling at that speed, or at the very least would make you go insane. So it's a win-win then. Time travel is one of these things. It's impossible, but it isn't. It's like, if you can get around those things, you're definitely fucking doing it. <laughs> if, you, if you can find a way to not die, you're in the money. You know, but then if you went back hundreds of years, people would say you can't travel to the bottom of the ocean and survive, and now we can go down in submarines. People would say you can't get to the moon, you can get to the fucking moon. Yeah, but they haven't seemed to have done it since the 60s for some reason. Yeah, they've avoided that. There's something out there they don't like. Yeah. That's what it is. So they say, so number four, I guess we go to number four. Number four. It's like a fucking top ten countdown, isn't it? This always happens. All of time is fixed on a predestinated loop in which the very act of time travel itself sets the events of the story into motion. This one can confuse and delves closer to the realm of theology than science. It feels gimmicky and has become something of a trope making it hard to pull this off in a satisfying way for your audience. This type also invites the audience to question if your protagonist ever had free will or 
agency in the story. No Exa- more. Uh... Examples: Terminator One and Two, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. See, guess what? This is the one that threw me. Game of Thrones season six. Yeah, because is that he, the Hodor he, thing? He walks back. It's yeah, the Hodor he, thing. Because he can isn't go it? back in time and witness stuff, meaning he had to exist. He knew it was going to happen, and therefore it always has to happen for him to be where he is today. Uh, Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is awesome. The butterfly effect. <laughs> a weird film, but it's great. But the concept that right, we've invented a time machine. I go back in time today. I go back and I warn someone about something that that I know happens, and they ignore it because I was always meant to go back. That it also encompasses the Godfather paradox. Uh, the grandfather paradox. It does, yeah, yeah. I was always meant to do that. No matter what I say, I can't change it. No matter what I go back and do, I all that's already been accounted for in the past. I don't know it. No one else knows it because obviously I'm not from the past. But I was always there. I always go back. I always make this change. You are always your grandfather. It's like like super incest. Is it? Mega incest. Is it incest? Because you're technically not... When you go back... That means you are the father of your own mother. So therefore your mum is... It's mental. Yeah, but the idea is the fact that you... fucked your gran. Yes, but the idea is you're blood related, but she's not blood related to you. Because you don't... Because technically... You're before that... But that still has to be incest because you are blood related to her. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not a bloodline. It's more of a blood circle. Yeah, yeah. Your genetics come full circle, just like you do. That's how you you end up with some of the people on this island. (laughs) If you go down Tortable, you'll find twenty of them, (laughs) webbed fingers, all living in the same house. Just don't go to Ordinary, fucking Jesus. But yeah, so that is so Terminate kind of does do that, but not at the same time, like. Well, no. Well, it, do, it does yeah, because Carl, Carl Reese has Reese to go has back to, go to conceive back, John Connor. To which is why John resistance. Connor sends him back because he knows that is his dad. Exactly. So it ha- it's it's a continuous loop. He has to do that. With the later films, though, fuck all that up. Well, they, well, they changed. They, they, change, they changed it, didn't they? They they when they put Amelia Clark in it, they completely changed the timeline. Yeah, and then they did the one where he gets killed. That was oh yeah, that was the that was Dark Age or whatever it's fucking so called, my, my Dark most, Fate or whatever it is. The, the, most the, more recent. the most recent. I haven't one. seen it. I've heard it's not too too bad. It's fucking awful. Can't 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 be any worse than Salvation. Another Terminator goes back and kills John Connor when he's fifteen. So the John Connor we see in the movie, he was like fifteen. He kills him maybe six months after that one. Then that Terminator stays in our timeline and becomes good somehow. Yet then. John Connor can't be the leader of the resistance in the future. Therefore, he cannot send Carl Reese back. So He cannot be born. So, as a result, some little Mexican girl becomes the leader of the resistance in the future. And Sarah Connor shows up to save her as an old lady, along with a Terminator from the future that's a different future. It's not called Skynet anymore. It's like, And I was just like, you Google. fucking, you fucked it up. Their desperate need to cash in on the cash cow that is the Terminator. The Terminator film will always do relatively well, regardless of how good it is. It's always because, gonna because, make because a you're this, you're, never going to lose money. No, because you're always building on the legacy of it. Well, those first two films, especially, being fucking. It's awesome. the same as all these shit Predator films. The first film made money. The second, I like the second one. People slagged yeah, it off. The second one was alright. It was, right. it was, it was okay. fine. It was fun. But. All the other ones that have come along since, AVP, Predators, heard, The Predator, all I that Pred- stuff. I heard Predators was actually good. There's a new one coming out called Prey. It looks like fucking I haven't shit. seen anything to do with it. Guess who the enemy is in this one? It's the white man. Oh, so pretty much everything that comes out these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, this one is, I'm a woman in the native Indians and they won't let me go and hunt. But then something killed our Indians in the, in the woods. So I went and hunted it and I discovered the Predator. So now a little girl goes to fight the Predator. However, a little the girl. white man. Yeah, like literally that's some like sixteen year old girl. 
And then, but then the white man comes into the woods and it works out that the white man is who killed her people, not the predator in the woods. And she teams up with the predator to kill the white man in the woods. So basically uh, the end of AVP then, because she teams up with the predators to kill the aliens. The black woman teams yeah, up with the predators yeah, yeah. to kill the aliens. But it's not aliens, it's white men who are conquering America. Which to them are aliens. Yeah. So fuck this off. Like to me, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out at this point. Is that actually the cut? Is that's, that... the plot. that's the plot of the new Prey. That is fucking shit. Yeah, it's awful. That is but even the idea crap. that... I would, I would watch an ancient tribe fight that? a predator. Who fucking greenlights that shit? Woke producers. Wankers Fuck who green greenlit Kenobi. People all, that green all you need to see is you need to see one predator hunting a load of fucking people. And they could be tribesmen. And you could have them have to use... Their trapping skills that the, that are primitive, like Schwarzenegger does in the original film, to overcome it. He has to use shit that's so primitive the predator ain't picking up. Cover on himself it. in mud to hide his heat yeah. signature. I know that's like that. in this as well. There's this whole in the trailer. There's a scene of her covered in mud, hiding from it. They're like copying it because it's set before it. Technically, she did it first, right? Fuck off. It's, 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 they they do this all the time. They do this all the time. I'm sick of Hollywood. There's a reason we don't talk about games and films on this podcast anymore. <laughs> and this is it. It's just fucking bollocks. Yeah. So speaking of like the whole plot line of it ha it, this has always happened or it has to happen. It's not strictly time travel. It's more like premonition of the future. Final destination. Right, they find out they're going to die. They try to avoid their death. But then in trying to avoid their death, they cause their own death. And make it more gruesome. Yeah. Because it has to... Cause, cause the timeline has to be corrected. It has to be corrected. And there are loads of stuff where the timeline corrects itself. I mean, the whole point of 7R is they are going against fate and the timeline is trying to correct itself. It's a stupid concept. Shouldn't be involved in that game, but that is the concept of it. It's, yeah. But that game rips off so many other fucking things. Final Destination basically being one of them, where it's like death or whatever. Well, it will be because... Eric's not going to die now. If, if what you sent me was sent us the other week is fucking true, man. Like, I'm going to play it simply because I want to see how, how fucking dumb it is. Yeah, how fucking crap this game's going to go. And do you know what? I'm probably going to enjoy the combat. I'm going to enjoy the characters. I'm going to hate the storyline. I mean, the combat in 7 was fun. Yeah, like that kind of time travel, that kind of everything has to happen for everything happens for a reason fate fatalist we call it fatalist time like fate always ends up where it is and even if you go back in time no matter what you do you always did you always had to i hate that as a i, I don't like that as a it's story because line. you have no free will in it it's yeah. already predetermined you will do this regardless of how you feel about it. that mm -hmm. was literally it's like when you see the films with that it's like i'm not gonna do it you can't make me do it and in the end the film you end up with that point where the protagonist is like i have to do this yeah he does. He's not giving it any in other fact, choice. The only film I think that works in, personally, is Terminator One, the first Terminator. Because when she says "Why you?" out of the soldiers, he's like, "I don't know why me. He just selected me." But then when you get to the end of it and she's pregnant with his kid, that he never knows that. He never knows he becomes John's. He's John's father. It always means that John always knew. Yes. And John knew that his dad came from, and he always knew, and he fucking and he hid it and he kept it to himself, and it's not a huge plot point. It's the end of the movie where you go, oh, shit. That's then, why he did it. But then in Salvation, he makes the point of having to find him and protect him. So it kind of makes it 
pointless yeah. keeping it that small little plot point, which is very, very necessary. Because it, it's powerful the way they do it the first time. Right? But then he, least he, then surely he needs to understand that, like, in, in the idea of, like, with Salvation, who's trying to protect him, is the fact that technically Carl Reese will always survive no matter what happens because he has, he, has to, to. he has to go back. Yeah. Because he has to go back. A fantastic actor as well. Yes. So. Yeah. And I wish we got that Terminator film that was promised with him in the future i wish we also got the uh alien that we were meant to get with them being older and him surviving and because obviously he's an alien as well the actor who plays carl reese he's oh hicks. yeah of course he was yeah, yeah of course he was yeah sorry yes 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 and he's hicks and he was in uh walking dead the most recent season was he actually dead. yeah it's like some crazy preacher and I was oh like, that's amazing oh, and i was like i'd given up on walking dead but when i heard he was going to be in it I was like, I have to go and watch this. Yeah, you just need. You, <laughs> sometimes like, it just takes that one actor to kind of just spark your interest in something. Eh? Yeah, like, this like, guy's in it. I'm fucking watching yeah. it. Then, and to be fair, the only reason I've never given up Walking Dead, even though it, it I might take a year before catching up on a season, is because of Jeffrey D. Morgan at this point. Because it, I fucking love the dude. He's so, the only reason I literally stuck around to watch the watch it. The w- from when from Negan came oh, in, because I was so invested in him being Negan, because I knew he'd be fucking awesome. He fucking it. nailed it. But well, then, but then they just made him boring. Well, they neutered him. So, I think I saw Terminator before I saw Back to the Future. Same. Uh, the first Terminator film. Don't remember, if I'm honest. Because my dad, you've Chris met my dad. My dad's like a fucking health freak, mountaineering, macho right. fucking dude, short hair, that fucking Arnie short fucking haircut, right? Crew cut. So when I when I was a kid. Arnie films were on in our house all the fucking time. Yeah. And Stallone. All the time. Never Van Damme. Never Seagal. It was Arnie and the Stallone. The main action heroes. Yeah, it was those two. Willis as well. Bruce Willis, right? Yeah. And I remember, and I mentioned it on the radio show uh, the other day, Anticontent Radio, how Chris Pratt is watching some movies with his son, right? And now my dad used to take me camping in that same way, just me and my dad. And now I remember watching First Blood with him. I remember sitting down and watching Terminator with him. And there are little points in my life where I can know it changed me as a person. And watching that first Terminator film completely changed what I liked as a kid. Completely just, I was like this, the way they did the time travel, the way they did Dystopian Future, because the first film is a horror film. It's not a Oh yeah, big film, time, right? yeah, big time. And that's one of those points where I can think of like my palette for sci-fi completely changed for forever is watching that that when i watched bill and ted or i watched back to the future while i enjoyed them to me they weren't as quintessential as terminator was in my mind it's right? a different style of time travel of sci-fi in that, in that and aspect. i think bill and ted the two bill and ted films personally i think they're better than back to the future yeah yeah they're definitely if they i wouldn't maybe not they're definitely on par yeah, they're a different. They're a different sort of. They're a lot more fun. And I also remember on Channel Four, you used to get Bill and Ted cartoon followed by a Back to the Future cartoon. There's a Bill and Ted cartoon. Yeah, when Back I was a kid. Cartoon. Yeah, they only there's a Back to the Future. Yeah, one. when I was a kid, they used to be back to back on on Channel Four. Man, there was a fucking cartoon of everything. Back to, yeah, back Beetlejuice. There's a Beetlejuice cartoon. Yeah, I remember that. As well. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. When I think globally, Back to the Future is number one. But from a personal standpoint, it's that first Terminator film. That's the first thing that comes to mind when I think time travel. Yeah. How about you, Chris? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think when you think time travel? What's the first fiction that comes to mind? Uh, Doctor Who. 
a lot of people being British, it's bigger not, for us not, as well. Not so much the newer stuff anymore, but because the new stuff is. Because you would have been like awful. what, like ten, eleven when it got relaunched, right? Yeah. Oh, what with um Eccleston? Eccleston, yeah. Mate, yeah. It, it, whenever someone mentions Tanja, I automatically go back to the future. Yeah, no, it's, that, it, that, that's the biggest mainstream. It is cult about, like for it, you know, that is the quintessential time travel film, really. So I guess we move on to the next type of time travel. Time travel type number five. Mumbo number five. Yeah, yeah. Mumbo yeah. number five. Type five, seeing the future. After seeing a vision of their fate, characters choose to change their destiny or embrace their lot. Scrooge. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Christmas Is that Ca on there? Christmas, yeah. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Uh, Minority Report. Arrival. And Endgame with... Doctor Strange and, and the uh, and the Mind Stone. But yeah, so yeah, the idea is yeah, you get the vision and you know you know that this is the direction your life is going. Do you change it or not? As they mentioned with um Tom Cruise film, what's it called? The Minority Report. With that it's precognition. Like there are people that have this ability, they're locked in a fucking chamber, a little bull chick. Yeah. Who ends up in Walking Dead as uh, the head of Whisperers, oddly enough. Um, oh yeah, I've yeah, heard that, uh, yeah. She she's like the head of these like three little bald weirdos and they can see the future and they stop crimes from happening by reporting it to the future crimes department. Like this guy's about to come in and kill his wife because she's having an affair. The police turn up before he does the crime and there's a whole moral like, well, he hasn't actually done it yet. Should you book him for it? Well, you know, he was about to, but yet he hasn't done it. So there's what, still a chance that he might not. There's still a, there's still a chance. Then that's and that's the. Um, so chaos theory is no matter how many times you can compute, the easiest way to do it is with the weather. We understand how weather behaves. We understand weather patterns weeks and weeks in advance. We can't go more than about a week. because, yeah. And the reason we can't go more than about a week is because of chaos theory. You could maybe go a month, but there is so much variables that can just come out of nowhere that change this that your prediction will always, always be off. No matter how big... No matter how grand the computer is you have to monitor the weather, there's always the element that something will change what is about to happen. You've got to so, look, you've only got to look at the weather day to day these days. Yeah, they can tell you it's going to be hot for a week, and it just pissed down two days in. Yeah, and they'll go, "Sorry, we didn't, we couldn't see that fucking thing." Or uh, was it the famous one? There's not going to be a hurricane, and then boom. Yeah, eighty-seven. So yeah, so that's chaos theory. We slipped that one in there. Yeah, while, nice while, one. Because that interests me the, the most. It's I always nice to put a cheeky finger in there, eh? Yeah, a cheeky finger in a bum. Chris knows all about it. Yeah, it fucking loves it. That's what he's into. That depends on the day. The way he's smirking to himself. He's yeah, he's like, he's just thinking about it now. He's like, Whoa. I've got a butt plug in now. So, I'll back in a minute. Yeah, just going for a cheeky wank. Um, but yeah, chaos theory interests me a lot because we do live in a world of statist statistics. We live in a world of parameters. But chaos theory means that no matter what statistic you have to rely on, there's always something that can fuck that up. And you just don't know when, where, or how it's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of that fucking chaos, the power of chaos. Unpredictability. Just boom. Changing everything. Yeah. No matter, especially in the world we live in now, because we live under so much control. Like the news we are told, we're not told everything. We're told what they want us to know. Just look at Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein for an example of them telling us what they want us to know. Coronavirus, another one. They told us what they wanted us to know, not everything, you know? They kept so much shit from us, and this goes on and on and on. 
but it only takes that one little bit of chaos, a Julian Assange or someone like that to leak something, to fuck the whole thing up. And I, I enjoy the idea of chaos theory a lot. I think that's... It speaks to me as a person. I don't know what it is about my personality, but there's something about that hint of chaos that can fuck it all up. And as we've spoken about in previous episodes, it only takes one. It only takes one person in the day-to-day life. You're queuing up to get your food. It takes one person to go, fuck this queue. And push in. And ca- it's chaos. Straight away. Like, everything just goes tits up. He's going against the order and the etiquette of how it is. Especially being British. We're very good at queuing. And someone queuing starts a fight. Hey, fuck off back to the end of the line. Nah, fuck you. Nah, fuck you. Nah, fuck you. Nah, fuck you. Fist fight. Nah, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, fuck you. No, not your buddy, buddy. <laughs> not your buddy, guy. <laughs> not your guy, buddy. <laughs> um, but, but even in the way of, like, if you look at something like a grim scenario. If you look at something like a terrorist attack people on their everyday lives things operating as normal and then someone blows something just yeah. fucking murders 9/11. blows something up 9/11. fucking destroys something and that one in that one in uh, london eh, with the tubes and that yeah, and no amount of no amount of platforms no amount of control no amount of pre-programming no amount of prediction can, can account for these instances of something fucking shut up and i yeah. and i enjoy that like and sometimes i enjoy it as a person right there are some times where someone's just rude and they do something they think they're going to get away with it and i'm just like actually fuck you and the look on their face especially with people cutting a queue and things like that because they 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 most people, people just look down and don't say anything yeah. and i go no you fucking won't and i and i i personally enjoy that chaos factor as like telling someone no you ain't getting away with this no you're not doing that like whether it be Someone speaking out of turn when they're down the street talking to someone else like a piece of shit and thinking they can get away with it because 99% of people just look at the ground and don't say anything. I love sitting there going, fuck you. People people don't want to get involved in other people's shit. But to me, it it could take one man to bring the whole of society down. The Joker. It takes the Joker to bring society down. It takes one. but, But as hyperbolic and as silly as that sounds, that's actually just true. Like, we have a history of one man inspiring fucking chaos or inspiring an I well, you look a, a at like revolution Martin, Martin Luther King and that you yeah. know one man sparked a, a revolution, a revolution. A revolution for, for, for yeah. black people's rights and that you know it takes one person to say I ain't fucking doing this even down to the the French Revolution while that was the peasants uprising someone did it first someone had the balls to someone stand had up the balls and to say, say go fuck yourself fuck this yeah and that's all it takes like no matter what we build our societies up society can crumble as long as one person a charismatic person is willing to just go fuck you this this has been going around a lot recently uh, especially on like i've seen on social media and like you know people are saying like all these fucking tax rises the fucking cost of everything going up all it takes is for someone to go fuck you i'm not paying this and then if everybody else rises up and they refuse, or you know, you like train strike. You know, when you when you see a company goes on strike, it takes one person to just go, "This ain't fucking right. I'm not doing it. I'm going on strike." And then everyone, then everybody's like, "Actually, yeah, yeah, do you know what? Fucking, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it." You think like, so who was it? It was um, one fucking politician was moaning that he's like, "Well, what are we gonna do if the trains go strike?" I was like, "I rely on the trains, so it's inconsiderate of them to to um, you know, Block the in, public, in, in, yeah. inconvenience the public." for their own personal selfish means and it's like well if you paid them more what they're owed 
they wouldn't be doing this. I, if you I got, didn't treat them like shit, if you gave them better sick pay, if you gave them, yeah, you yeah, I got mate, I got mate who works, well, I got a few mates that work at the fire station. Now, you get the guys at the airport, no offence to them. They've they have got, a cushier job, yeah. They've got to be there, but it's a hell of a lot cushier and they get paid more than our, than... Because the, they get the... the uh, um, well, they they basically hold that they basically hold it hostage. If they if they go on strike, we can't land. We can't take off land any planes because they need to be there in case on the rarity something goes wrong. But then they've only got to deal with the airport. Yes. The fire service. So you get you yeah, get. And, to and when was the last time there was a fire? What, what has there ever been a fucking fire at the no. airport? Like, yeah. So you get the guy. Then you get the guys who actually do the the rest of the island. If they go on strike, that's what the fuck do you do? Exactly, but. The most common decency in in the people that the guys that work there and that is they won't do that. Now there was a thing there was a, there was a thing in Japan recently where the bus drivers went on strike, but instead of inconveniencing in, uh, causing inconvenience to the public because obviously a bus service in, in a big city like that is very much relied on, what they did is they did their shifts, but they didn't charge any way to get on. That's so, how I'd do it. So everybody still got everybody still got to carry on as they were, but but the company didn't, didn't make any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it. all the ticket guards that stand there, well, can't, do fuck that, it. can't do that. do that the fire station because they don't. They just get paid a normal wage. They don't. They don't charge. But with public transport, that's what I'd do. Yeah, I'm coming into work. Um, I'm not charging a fucking single person to get on the bus, get on the train. Now, we're could you imagine if the, if the trains did that? They just opened up the gate instead of having to pay for a ticket. They just opened up the gates and just went off. You go. Within two days, the company would coat out. They would lose so much money Fucking right that they would cow out to it. Yeah, all right. That's 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 the way I'd go. But I don't. Some people have a problem with striking, right? So I don't know if you guys have heard of the the uh, bin strikes in the UK. In the I have heard of it. Yeah, I don't know that much. It was about like fucking it. years. They because the, the government were like, no, we ain't paying them more, so we're not collecting your rubbish then. And there were mountains in cities and everywhere, just piles of fucking yeah. shit, rats, fucking everywhere. And they left it. In the history, in the history, one of the things that sort of broke that culturally was uh, the Sex Pistols as a band, because at the same time they were holding the Queen's Jubilee. So imagine this: these cunts in the council were putting bunting up when the streets are piled with shit, and then this band come along. We're like, God save the Queen, fuck you, like kicking off. And people started kicking off and it got to number one and everyone was like, no, we can't put them on TV. And they were like, number two today in, in Top of the Pops is uh, the Bee Gees. And then they, would, they wouldn't even say number one. They were just at the end of the show, right? And like things like that created an atmosphere in the UK of like, oh, people, we need to sort this bin shit out because people are actually going to kick off about it. And things start slowly getting better. getting better. And it just takes a movement the problem we have in our society now, we don't have any movements. We think we do, but they're all they're all politically aligned. Oh, they've all got their own fucking agenda. Yeah, and they and, and they can't unite the people. They can unite the trans people. They might be able to unite the and then another one might be able to unite the train workers. And another one might be able to unite, I don't know, the right-wingers who fucking think that our foreign affairs, why the fuck are we constantly over abroad doing shit? Why are we letting all these immigrants? And you might be able to unite subsects, but they all battle each other. And we've been in that cycle since, like, the 80s now. That constant, like, no one is willing to, like, go, all of us, fuck you. Because if we did that, the system can't work anymore. And it falls apart. And that... Maybe that's what needs to happen.
Speaking of chaos, have you seen the shit that um, Google have been caught up in recently? The AI, or...? No, um, with the recent um, overturning of the abortion law. They've put out a statement saying, you know, if you do have to visit one of these clinics for whatever reason, um, Google will delete your location history of you, of you ever being there. Oh, for whatever amazing. reason. Good lads. However, Google also pay um, anti-abortion companies. Oh, fuck. And fund them. And also, if you go there, say, with the intent... They're playing both sides of the fence. But if they you go... Think, uh, they How about you give more maternity leave to your staff, you cunts, at the same time? Americans, do don't, get, Americans don't get maternity leave exactly. anyway. Why don't you give your staff maternity leave, you cunts? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're going to pay for your abortion. We're going to hide your lo- location for that. But how about the people that are going to have a kid? You fucking help them out as well. This is the fucking problem with all of it. This is why I hate... Kids are fucking expensive. Yeah, and they get more and more expensive. But this is why I hate the uh, cycle of politics we're in people don't want to people don't want to sit there and say oh look look google are good they've told all their staff because that was no one they told all their staff if you need an abortion let your manager know and we will locate you to a place where you can have an abortion done google have told their staff that they don't pay maternity leave yeah but companies will do anything to save money they'll do anything they don't want their staff having days off to go and have a baby they'll pay for your abortion because it's only two days and you'll be back in the office exactly they don't want you having nine months off to have a kid yeah it's fucking disgusting of course it is it really is disgusting and like to me and as I've said on the radio show as well with the abortion thing which is you know it was going to come up because it's so topical at the moment I'm pro-choice same but I also do agree you are stopping a life from existing like by very nature it is it's, it's the, but if the, you're not in a position to be able to look after life you shouldn't be forced to the, it's like like you said before, there needs to be better sex education in 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 the in, in the world in the world <laughs> yeah. because it, you know that's how that's one way to prevent it. There needs to be free contraception. One hundred percent should be like over here. Over here, it's like I think it's like six quid, like you know something like that. Yeah, the in UK America, and guns is cheap. In yeah. America, it's more. Yeah, fifty quid yeah, for see, the pill. That, that's that, that's, that's, that's fucking dog shit. I don't know how much Johnny's on in the in the US. I think they're cheap. Johnny's are cheap, but but you know, guys. Everybody knows that fucking sex is better without him. You might have a dude, he's bought Johnny's, he's had him in his wallet for three years because he ain't got laid. Then now his chance is there. These things are out of date, they're fucked, they're not yeah. going to work. Well, that's, that's also, and, and then the, you know, there's Or he might ones. never get lucky, he never goes out to look for, to get laid. He doesn't have Johnny's on him, and then suddenly he meets a chick who's into him, and they go off to fuck, and then. Knock Top City. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a difficult situation. It's not as black and white as it, as, oh, no. as as they're trying to present it. You're either pro-life or anti-abortion. You can be both, right? You can actually be both. You yeah, can, of course you can. It, you, it's just all about circumstances. Yeah. Like you said, there's the girl who has had fucking 10 abortions in the past five years or something like that because she can't keep her fucking legs closed. And therefore, there's your fucking problems right there. That woman should not be getting that many done. So there's obviously, like you said, in the radio show and, and, and in this episode, there are circumstances that need to be investigated here is she yeah, just it is might she, is not she... be her fault right it could be that she's in a shit situation it could be that she has a husband who desperately wants a kid that won't let her take protection she doesn't want a kid and he's just raping her so that could be that it she could, could be, be having that. an affair with her neighbor and keeps getting knocked up by him and doesn't want her husband to find out so there should be an investigation to say look leave your fucking husband fucking we'll help you we'll, we'll make sure you're all right like like but then all them services are just broken child services when you do have a kid when you want to have a fucking kid adopted and all that they're all broken they're all fucked there was a bunch of signs at these um anti-abortion rallies 
the other day and I saw a couple of them of people literally saying, don't abort, we'll adopt your child. There are 400,000 children in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, in the, um, American system. American system for being rehomed because they've not been wanted by their parents or they're orphaned or something like that. Yeah, but they probably want a new baby. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. But then they need to do that, right? So the problem is the adoptions, the the adoption system is so fucked that you rarely get offered a a baby. But there are definitely babies that are going straight into the system. Of course there are. Junkies, junkies, babies, and stuff like that. Yeah. I personally, if you're going to ban abortion, and it's not a ban, like it's not. It's leaving certain, leaving every state to dictate their laws. Yes. that's what it is, right? California has already said that they will we're never ban it. Yeah, yeah, which is so, good on them. You know, and in other places like Texas are going, we're going to review it. So at the moment, you can't have oh, one. Oh, you know, you until know, we you, review it. You know, the fucking Texans are banning it. But but then they might sit there and go, we ban it outside of rape and outside of in- Cer- certain, yeah, so they certain might, circumstances. They might be promised. We don't know what they're going to do. It, it does become a little weird when a woman's gone in and had the heartbeat done and all that and then decides to get rid of it. <laughs> it's a little bit odd. Can you, you imagine like, it's like, yeah, you've got a month to get an abortion. Like, okay, I just had sex last night. Can you just check me? But then there is the, there is plan B that you can buy. Yes, you can. So, Yeah, but again, those sort of things aren't 100%. They're not. But You could be on fucking contraception your whole life and it'll but, still but fucking get But the point I was trying to make is, right, how can you consciously ban an abortion with any form of conscience knowing that kids are ending up on Epstein's Island through these systems that you've got in. Trafficked into whatever fucking slavery yeah. there. Diddled right. Chinese, Chinese End up in a Catholic school getting fucking finger banged by the fucking pre... Like, if... Or, and the rest. Chris would love that. Yeah, Chris would love a bit of that. He probably uh, was. No, I wouldn't want to go into a church. Set on fire. Um, but like, knowing that this stuff is going on in your... Si- unless your system is 100% proof... How can you have a conscience to say it's never awesome. ever gonna be? And it's never going one hundred percent proof because you, especially when it comes to religious figures, they're all cunts. They get fucking away with everything. Now, I've read, I've read articles in the past where if only R. Kelly had gone to Epstein's Island, he would have got less time. Yeah. You look at this, like so. I read an article a couple of years ago about this girl who had basically gone to the police about her priest had been fucking sexually abusing her for years. And he and the, this priest had manipulated the 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 town in his favour so much that her own family told her, if you do not recount these accusations, despite them being true, they will disown her. That's how much that's how much of a sway religious figures have on the, the people. The nonsense that went on in Ireland, yeah, in the the sixties and seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. was so rife. That every cunt in the town knew and it was happening, it. and wouldn't do it, and they didn't, and they fucking hid it because the priest had so much power, and that is mental. Yeah. And the same thing happened in uh, Spain as well mm-hmm. uh, under Franco, and another thing happened in they used to rob babies off people as well. What? So in Spain you've got the Basque. They didn't used to be in walking babies, did they? No. They so in Spain you've got the Basque people and you've got the Catalonian people. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Catalonia. And they are seen. The Spanish don't like them. They're seen as another race. Yes. Right? They're seen as Jews in Germany. Still are now. Yeah, still are now. And what was happening in? I'm going to say like the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Rich Spaniards who couldn't have children. Catalonian and Basque women were going to hospital, giving birth, being told their kids were dead, 
And they were selling the baby. And they were to the giving rich. them. They were giving them to the rich Spanish families. Fuck me. That was going on in the eighties. Mate, I guarantee 70s, that's 80s, still 60s. happening in countries. I'd almost put money that's happening in China. Oh fuck yeah, it is. One hundred percent. Still, still going, and it's still, despite how bad their population is with it, with their ratio, because it's like five to one now. Is Do they it? still have the limit of how many no, kids two, you're it's gone to, have? to two now. It's two. No, it's but I'm limit. literally talking. But I'm talking about the ideas, like the fact that China, like, it's always been in favour that. Sons do better than daughters. So people would have like the one child. Only sons can inherit. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, that too. So son, the, a family would have a daughter. They would drown the daughter. And then they would literally try again for a son. And they would repeat until they had a son. It's gotten to the point where it's so bad in that country. that There are literally villages of just blokes. Because there's no women. all gay. Probably. They would have to be. Well, that's what's happening I'm pretty sure someone told me the ratio. Is, I'm not sure if it's Japan or it's China. The ratio is five to one. There's five men to every woman, every every one woman. Well, the the issue that Japan has is women won't date men their age. They want to date older men who've got money. So all these young girls at 18, 19 are going and dating men in their 40s. And all the young guys are all now, there's there's a term for it. They just fuck each other. But they're not actually homosexuals. So I've got to fuck someone. Yeah. There was an article I read a little while ago. I'm not sure if it was China or it was Japan again. But they were encouraging Westerners to go and move over there to breed. Japan. Japan. It was Japan. Japan yeah, yeah, it was Japan. Yeah. I wish I'd known about that in tw- before 2013. What? <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Kari Sane? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Yoshirai. Fucking um, Ikari Shida. But, back on topic, we do have another type of time travel to talk about. So. So. We are currently... Does it involve cute Japanese girls? No, it doesn't. Type 6. A very common one. Time loop Groundhog Day. So, characters relive the same day over and over, resetting back to the respawn point once they die or become incapacitated. Never seen this done badly, actually. Anything I've watched where they've done this, it's always been interesting. Yeah, this this type gained popularity after the movie Groundhog Day became a tremendous hit. Most of the other examples take the Groundhog Day idea and put a slight twist on it. Like Type 4, this always happens. The popularity of this type can make it harder to pull off in a fresh and innovative way. Examples, obviously Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, Edge of Tomorrow, Doctor Strange with the end battle with Dormammu, uh, the Netflix TV show Russian Doll. But that, that Edge of Tomorrow is a great film. I, I really oh, enjoyed it. I was pleasantly I surprised by that. that. Um, Russian Doll. I haven't watched season two. That's out on Netflix. Uh, my like missus that. has watched it. She She's really, really likes party, it. Constantly it's her birthday. Her birthday. Yeah, I loved that. I thought that was good. Groundhog Day is one of my favourite films. Happy Death time. Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that's... Happy Death Day is a good one. And then they did a sequel. Happy uh, Death Day to you. To you. Which is really I'm cool because it, it introduces two characters into the idea of the loop. And but it's like it's you know it's like a, like. The killer in this one isn't the killer in the other one, but they're connected. It's it's it's, it's a bizarre one. And then we had video game wise, it came out last year, uh, Deathloop. Yeah, which is yeah, essentially that. I I do like that. I do think that's a good concept. It can only go so far this, in terms um, of. They've obviously done it in uh, Supernatural. Yeah. Supernatural had an episode where uh, Sam had to witness Dean dying every single way. No matter how many times he tried to change it, he would always die in a different way. And it turned out it was. It was the Norse god Loki, which ended up being the Archangel Gabriel. But you know, it's one one good example of 
time loops in media is um, SG One. I've never watched. I've never watched it. If I'm honest, like there was, the, there was there was a film originally, then it turned into a TV series, wasn't the f- it? The film has has not aged well. To Something be fair, to do with Egyptian gods, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair, quite a lot of the um, series hasn't aged well either. It's still <laughs> that enjoyable. That doesn't. That sounds very right. I mean, I've been, I've been noticing. I was um, I was listening to uh, who was it? I think it was Mr. Creepy Pasta the other day because I love my, you know, I love my fucking creepy pasta oh, yeah. stories and stuff like that. And then literally one of the episode, uh, the the story he was reading was a guy who he had to relive the uh, the exact same day over and over again as as the time loop uh, suggests of where he drank uh, too much whiskey then had to drive and he was looking after his boss's son and a, he swerves and he, the it's America so it would be the left hand the right hand side of the car he veer, he pulls right and the car fucking plummets into a barrier and kills the kid and every Fuck. time, and every time it happens, or he it resets to when he wakes up again. And then he tried to deviate, and if he deviated, the police randomly turned up and arrested him, took him anyway. And it was always then every at the end of each day he would always get ripped. If he didn't take his life, he would get ripped apart by this fucking this demon every single day. Fuck. Yeah, it's dark as fuck. It was really, really cool. It was a really, really cool episode. I really enjoyed it. The the thing is, uh, like a, a time loop is is a very easy thing to to use in a, in a media setting, especially because you've only got to pick something, and you can be really fucking smart with the little changes that yeah. take place. Like Groundhog Day, the montage in Groundhog Day where he's killing himself over and over and over in different ways. It's one of my favourite little bits in an entire in any movie. Do you know what I'm gonna fucking tell you, and I'm fucking disgusted in myself. I've never seen it. Bill Murray. Oh, I know. I love. It. I fucking love Bill Murray as well. But I don't know. It's just the only downside to the loop thing. Often that is supernatural rather than science based. There's, yeah, there's always a connection yeah. behind it. Some it's God of, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or you. It's it's all about you as a person. You need to understand something, and it's like yeah, it's all about the. The epiphany that comes from understanding that you cannot change fate. That is destined and there's nothing you can fucking do about it despite of how much you try. Today's the day you're meant to do this and you're not fucking doing it. Yeah. So, so fate itself is course is going, do we're, it again. We're resetting it again. until you fucking do figure it, again. it out. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the, it, it's one of the cheapest ones to do. But it's also one of the funnest. So many elements. It's like that video game with Willem Dafoe, the fucking... Um, Beyond Two Souls. Break, no, Willem Dafoe breaks in the house and murders you, game. Oh, sorry, 12 Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, that yeah, I played that. It was that, a great yeah. game. And, and um, I don't think I've ever seen this this style of loop done, and I haven't enjoyed it. Yeah. So have you guys played Fahrenheit? That game does a time loop section very fucking well. Really? It's their first Did game. They, they made, yeah, Detroit, they made Detroit as well, then, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Of course, they specialise in those sort of like narrative-driven, multi-choice games. Yeah? Like, Is um, that their first game? Yeah. It does go mental when they bring aliens into it at the end. Yeah. They fuck it right well, up. But don't, need, don't need to play the game now. <laughs> there's a section. No, because it comes out not, and it's and it doesn't make sense. It's a left turn, it. is it's it? It's like for fuck's sake, what are you you fucking moron? I did like the bit where you can tweak the woman's nipples in it. Like, like what it was interactive <laughs> as well. Yeah. Interactive sex scene where you can tweak her nipples with 
Like, like, so you could be like tuning a radio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like literally, it's an interactive. Can you can you literally just stay there for ages and just do it? Can you? Is it or do like a like after so many turns, it's like right, then we're done here. Like, just after three yeah. tweaks. Oh, <laughs> you just progress just, the story. Just, how did you find that game? I just spent an hour just turning her nipples. If you press R two uh, R two and twist the, the, the right right the analog right, right analog down to the left, you slip a finger up her bum. Like, If you tap in both triggers, you bust immediately. Yeah. You come your pants before it starts, yeah. So that's what you did? No. <laughs> no. It's a time they've got to drive it, haven't they? <laughs> Just click reset and go back again. A never-ending time loop of calm. <laughs> yeah, but it's always in your jeans. It's always in your pants. <laughs> you never you can only get... break out the time loop if you come in someone. Yeah. You're, you're always going to come in your pants you're... by the end of these yeah, 24 but you, hours. Yeah, you always get too excited and you come in your pants. <laughs> It's like it never ends. Every time you come your pants, the timeline resets. <laughs> you're just like, oh, oh no, back again. <laughs> Shit, damn it, gotta do it again. Day one, your last three minutes, you wake up. Fucking, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, have a wet dream, immediately fail it and start again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you don't even wake up. <laughs> you, don't, you, spend, you had a wet dream, you, you come spend, your pants, you don't even wake up. You spend a whole year just resetting without waking up. You got a fucking counter on your hand or something. Why is it like fucking 40 odd times? I've only woken up twice. A month has passed. Why are my jeans always soiled? Why am I stuck to the bed sheets? <laughs> just going out the window with the sheets tidy. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> one thing before we move on to the next one. Uh, no, because it came to my head. Because I was thinking about like the thank, boys. Thank, right? thank, thank you for keeping us back on track. No, no, no. Because I was thinking about the boys and like there's sex and stuff and the boys and things like that. And hero gasm uh, then. And no, no, no. Because because yeah, because hero gasm because you get to see a character use abilities again and it, it kind of just triggered in my head. Right. But characters like A Train or the Flash. Oh, okay. we speed, know speed when force, they use then. their speed. But when they use their speed, speed force out of the, without even bringing that into the equation, mm-hmm. time works differently to them. Yeah, it does. When they're because they're well, faster. Then technically, Umbrella Academy as well. Yes. With five. Yeah. Time works differently, or even Dragon Ball with a character like Goku. Or hit. Or hit. Time works differently for these people because of supernatural abilities. slash abilities. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's on your list, but I thought I'd slip that in there. Uh, no, I don't think it was, but well, we've still got another. Well, well that was six, so we've still got two more to go. Uh, unstuck mind. Character's consciousness transport through time within his body to his life of definition. We've already discussed yeah, we've this. discussed this, yeah. Yet nostalgia for the past and dreaming of the future are core parts of the human experience. This type runs more metaphorically than scientific. <clears throat> So Slaughterhouse Five, Kurt Vonnegut, but, yeah, by Hokkaido, uh, yeah, Days of Future Past, and Desmond in the series Lost. Yes, because Des is in a loop almost from it. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's that one. So we pretty much already covered that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Des is a good one. When I was talking about Lost, and I was talking about the moving sideways and things like that. Des is a really good example because it kind of it will drive him. He needs to find a constant, no matter where you move in the timeline. You need an anchor that is there in every timeline to yeah. stop you going mental. Yeah. And with him, it's Penny. As long as he can find Penny, he doesn't go mad. Right. But the concept of needing an anchor through time is one that not a lot of people do. 
because it's difficult to it's difficult but it makes sense to me that like to stop your mind not being able to handle what you're doing you need a constant you does need the something... ank have to be a person or can I, it can it, it be, be not can it be an object maybe an object something that's there that you recognize and you can cling to and understand yeah that makes it very difficult depending on how you choose to time travel because yeah. there's so if you if you cling to a person or an object and you go too far then that object or that object or person might not be there yes you always have the so chance that, of going too far but by having an anchor you limit yourself to how far you can actually go yes. unless you unless you anchor yourself to say something stupid like a memorial or but, but a the monument way it is therefore you lost, you... i think it's the more time so like if you go too far and you spend too much time there without your anchor that's when it gets you Oh, so, the so idea if you're is you there for go... a day, you might be all right. But if you try and spend a, a week there, you fucked yourself up because you your anchor's not there. Yeah, you need, so you'd you need... have to go back. Yeah, and I think we have them in... So the reason I brought that up is I think we have those in our lives as people. Like, grandparents are a great one. Like, they're kind of always there. Mm -hmm. And when they're not, it changes everything. Yes. And like, you look back at when you were a kid... And go, what is still there from when I was a kid? It's the house, the same family house. Nope. Is and you don't have much. Like for me, it's my it's my uh yeah. my grandma. She lives in the same house she did when I was a kid. I think something changes in you as a person when you lose something you've always known. Whether it be the house, whether it be the, the people around you. And and for elderly people, and a lot of people are oh, boomers, they don't understand technology, they don't understand this, they don't you have to understand that everything they had when they, for the majority of their life, is gone. Everything. Their parents, their children are adults, their their house, that what they used to watch on TV, what they grew up with. Like, especially if they're ninety, like or eighty, a lot, or 70. Has, a lot has changed in, in the that past time, twenty man. years. So much has fucking changed, right? Yeah. It's to me, I look at it and go like, you can't be too f funny with them for not being able to catch up because the majority I, of their time on the planet this shit didn't even exist i don't think with especially with people that old like amy's grand's the same like she's 90 95 you can't ask that person to get with the times you can't expect to shove a fucking ipad on them because it's too much they can't they can't comprehend that sort of shit it's too much for them it's almost like talking to right. She's learned like Amy's grand's learned how to fucking record stuff on like Sky, but she's had to be shown several times before she can fucking get it down. It's almost like talking to a fucking caveman. And I'm not being like no, not disrespectful, but it literally technically is. You have it. It is like trying no, and, and again, no disrespect. It's like teaching. It's trying to teach a child how to do something new. Yeah, and they don't. And they, people, they can't concept it. People in their nineties. You think about when they were born and when that was. Fucking in their nineties, it's the nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Yeah, before the war, before the, the Second 30s. World War. We're talking before World War Two. Like the 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 change in technology from from World War Two to now is fucking in, insane. But even then, the change of technology from the eighties till now is fucking insane. Oh, we've it's, it's the the change from the eighties till now is astronomical. We've the change we've, from the mid nineties. We've till advanced. Now is we've advanced more in the past forty years than humankind has done in its entire existence. And a lot of it you couldn't guess. No one was guessing our phones would be what they are. Well films did. Relatively ish. Ish. But then some films thought we'd have like, you know, flying cars and hoverboards, yes. Yeah. Because they focused on a lot of that stuff rather than Yeah, but there were there were literally shows that had people using tablets and using little white thin pieces 
for phones. But a lot of them had buttons on. A lot of them weren't touchscreen. A lot of them could only do one or two things, like Star Trek, them things. It's like, this is literally for monitoring health and health only. Or what it did, like, it didn't do everything. They still had another one for something else. They needed two tablets. This tablet does music, and this tablet does books, right? They still, they didn't, for whatever reason, they couldn't combine it. Yeah, but even 10 years ago, that was the case when you had a, a Kindle and an iPad. And an, and I, and an iPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you can read your book on your phone while you listen to music. Yeah. And, and you can have your phone read it to you as well if you want. Yeah. Siri, read Fishy Saves the Grey. <laughs> I, and he licked my clitoris. <laughs> I started, speaking to my grandma, right? She goes to the library to rent audiobooks. She's not... I keep telling I them. I say, Grandma, get a fucking Alexa and just say, Alexa, buy me this book. You've just much. got to speak to it. You haven't got to... I know, but the styling is too much for and her. And she, she won't have it. She goes to the library and she rents CDs. Right? Yeah, but that, yeah, but that's also... Like, you can also see that as an excuse for her to leave the house. Yeah, it is. It is. If, she, if, you, if you give her all the amenities that we have today, she would never... She, she might would not leave. She, yeah. would, she wouldn't meet anybody and I think that's that's probably worse that for her than anything else. That is what mind up. But like she went... Yeah, so she went to the library a couple of years ago back and she was like, what's the number one trending book? And it was... Amazing. And she came back and listened to it. And I remember walking in and hearing it, and I was like, Grandma, what are you listening to? And she went, It's a bit raunchy. But the, the the fact of the matter is she then went and told all her friends about it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, you will. Yeah, you will, because they'll want to discuss that shit, yeah. eh? Yeah, they're they're going to want to talk about that shit. These young writers are writing some awful stuff, from some absolute filth. Yeah, well, when you say awful, yeah, that is a fucking awful author. But no, I just wondered if anyone else had a constant, something that you can think of when you were a kid, that it's still exactly the way it was then as it is now. I don't have anything. I'll ask listeners as well if you want to send something in or jump in the guild and say anything about it. Like, is there anything that is still the same as it was when you were a kid, exactly the way you remember it, and there's not much difference or... Like, my grandma's house, it's been decorated it, or whatever, but it's still it's the still same. It's still the same yeah. place with the same person. It. I think in America, there'll be a lot more anchors. I think so. With, like, especially with you, with you consider the grandparents and their houses. That'll be a lot more consistent than anything else. Especially in rural areas. Yeah, exactly. Like small small, ta- small towns like and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes for me, it's almost a com- like there's a few things that are just a comfort to me. Eating pizza. It sounds mental, right? I recently spoke to, or not recently, a couple of years ago, I was speaking to my dad about it. And he was like, when you were a kid and you watched Ninja Turtles. I wanted to eat pizza, Michelangelo. He said, that was it. It was just like, that's all you wanted to eat yeah, yeah. as a kid. He said, and because we'd have it as a rarity, it was like you did something good. It was a comfort thing. He said, so now you're an adult and you can just buy them wherever the fuck you want. You feel slightly out of sync, slightly shitty. Your you mind go, you go, you takes go, so, you, you go to the to comfort. That. You want go pizza. straight to that, and that's that's what it goes to. And I think lot, I think lots of people have shit like that. Whereas people go, "Oh, you eat comforty, or you do this," but a lot of times it actually stems back to something deeper than just your comfort eating, because there's a reason you choose a certain food, a certain, or a certain thing, yeah, right? Yeah, and that is a deeper meaning. And I think that's kind of an anchor. And sometimes with routines and stuff, like I find myself saying stuff and I go, my granddad used to say that. And I still say it myself, you know, like little things like that. And it's like, pick up, you pick up on like. You pick up on people's mannerisms, especially when you're growing up, you know, the people around you influence how you, who you become as, as a person. So you have these certain mannerisms, these certain slang words or how, how it's, how, how words are phrased by your grandparents or your parents. 
that rub off on you. It's always going to be the case. Yeah. And some of them can be like silly little, literally silly little things. That if you said it to anyone else, and I'll say one, fuck it, I don't care if it's embarrassing or nothing. When I was a kid, and my dad like, would bang his elbow or stud his toe or anything like that, he'd go, ow, 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 e, 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 you've got a face like a chimpanzee. He would say that, right? <laughs> okay. And I find myself doing it if I fucking oh, yeah. name myself, I say okay. it. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? She, she laughs at me about it. Yeah. And I find myself saying that. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck that comes It must come from something that he saw as a kid something was on tv or somewhere like yeah. it's come or, from or somewhere it's, it's, it's like some sort of like way of doing it without swearing because your natural instinct nowadays is when you stub your toe it's fuck. Like, fuck yeah so that yeah when i was a kid that's what he'd say instead and another one he, he used to say to me is umpa lumpa stick it up your jumper like i don't I've, know where the I've, fuck I've, I've, I've that I've, yeah but like, i've heard other I've people heard say it like and i've gone what I don't even know, like, where did that come from somewhere? Obviously, Oompa Loompa's come from Roald Dahl, but it's yeah. not in Roald Dahl. Like, that's no, not yeah. in his writings. Yeah. Well, is it, like, Morecambe and Wise episode one day? Uh, where yeah, that came, like, could something, be quite possible. You kind of wonder like where it comes from. So even though it's not technically time travel, there are things that anchor us throughout our lives. Have you guys seen, like, have you guys both seen Blackadder? Yeah, yeah. Goes forth, specifically. Uh, you know, Melch, it's fucking... Burp. Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. They do that just to greet each other. Is constantly. it? Constantly, yeah. You got <laughs> But we even say it in fucking text to each other as well. But yeah, like, people do that, and then, like, you've got to try and explain it to some... Like, it's almost embarrassing to tell other people about it. Because they're never going to get it. It's almost like an in-joke. But it's an... It, I, I, th- I find things like that an anchor. When you time travel, if you can time travel, if you can't have stuff that you can relate to from your own past, little things that remind you of your humanity or whatever, you're fucked. I think you're fucked. I genuinely think you're in trouble. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think the idea of an anchor is an incredible thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, that, that's something. I think I, even if the anchor doesn't exist in that timeline, I think if you start it, losing track of who you are, where you're from, what you are. It's damaging. I think some people even need that in this reality. Yes. Yeah, the people need an anchor, comfort that they can Remember, just, they can who go the to. Fuck you are, mate. Well, you say yourself like like you said like with like the idea of pizza, go ordering a pizza and stuff like that. That is technically an anchor for yeah. you in, in this in this timeline. I think it happens with people when they believe their own hype. I mean, it happens to people in music and in in when they start getting. Is that why they start? Is that why they descended to drugs? Big, yeah, because they lose that, and a lot of them can't go back to it. Like. If you get famous, you can't go back to your own area and go to the local pub and see your old mates because you get flogged by people. And I think that, like, as a rule of time travel, without something to... Because imagine just appearing suddenly and you're in a time when nothing you know exists. Your great-granddad hasn't even been born yet. You're there, science experiment, whatever the fuck it is. How the fuck do you stop... How, how do you not lose your mind? thoughts of home it has to be yeah but you might be able to find the house that your grandparents lived in and that could be classed as an anchor for you yeah but people do but people they, might, do nec- that they might not necessarily be there but the house exists therefore that is a form of anchor if someone knocked on the door of your house and said to you i grew up here when i was a kid can i do you mind if i have a look around would you say no i'd be well in for it I'm, I'm I, I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be curious to see what they thought because it'd be obviously different, different. to what they what they would have seen yeah, I'll, my I'll, house was built in 1936, so there's been a, quite a few people going through it before I was there. The ghosts in there, you reckon? Do you know what? Funny enough, yeah, the cats, the cats, fucking, will, you know, you know, how cats are. Willow literally always looks towards the, the lounge door. And the other day, we got a cat scratcher, and there's like a rope that goes through like a little hole, and it just started swaying on its own. The other day, the last few months, I've been seeing shit in here. 
it's a listed building so it's yeah, old as old fuck old mate fucking building yeah we've been sleeping with our door open yeah because it's hot right and you wake up in the morning it's closed woke up a few times it's closed woke up a few times and seen someone at the door you seem to be draw. You seem to draw that sort of shit to you eh? with your with your place down there. Well, yeah. that you were down but there, we've huh? been we've been here for five years. Nothing until recently. Suddenly, don't know what it is. Something's something's caused something. Something's upset. Something. I reckon that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah. Something shifted. Maybe it's a, maybe I, maybe it's the smell of Mexican wafting up all the time. Maybe it's the um, the shop downstairs. They so smashed the building to bits. Yeah. Well, that's what it was with my old place. The the first place I lived there when I told it on that Halloween episode. Basically, we moved in. And the brewery, do you remember the old brewery in uh, Bottom of Aldertown? Oh yeah, I built. I, oh, I, yeah. I worked. I worked at Half Waters yeah. as they were building it. So that was their derelict, right? When yeah. we moved in for about three or four months, the minute they started knocking that thing down, that's when all the supernatural shit started happening. Straight as soon as that was disturbed. Yeah, the bats, all the beers, and that from that. It's quite funny. They did. This, I, I remember being in uh, working on the place when they they had to take a couple of templates from the uh, building because obviously it was a listed building, but there was no way they could restore it in the state it was in. So they had to rip it down. And certain things had to go back the way they were. And we, the guys were rummaging through there as they were clearing everything out, all the old fucking beer bottles, and they had this Labatt's beer that was like specially brewed for I think it was Diana's, I think it was Diana and Charles's wedding or something yeah. like this, and they had a special label on it. And I was like, specially brewed for the royal wedding, yeah? The label came off, it was just a standard little bat's label underneath it. They literally just, they literally, lied, they, yeah. they, they literally lied, they literally just mimicked, they just fucking stuck another label over the bottle, over the actual existing you label, bastards. and just sold it to people as like a special edition And I bet they fucking, I bet loads of people though, because labels of bottles come off, right? Yeah. they get cold and they've, you cheeky yeah. cunts, I bet. Oh, I wonder they went bust. My old man had loads of the bats fucking merch, tons of it. Because he used to work, he used to run a bar over here. He used to run a football club bar. It was always busy on a Sunday and stuff like that. Because uh, back then, they were the only place open on a Sunday. And the other weird thing about the building I lived in, um, so you wouldn't know it because there was an office. Yeah. Yeah. And we lived above right. the office. There was two flats. One on a, on the side that attached to, that's where we lived. And there was one the other side. And were we you... could hear people in the other flat, but the other flat was empty because the staff of that office when they used to fly over from London they, would have people stay there maybe once every fucking two months or whatever so you were always hearing people next always door always hearing people in there but we also found out it used to be a knocking shot so it used to be a prosy it used to be ah, prosies in there so, yeah, yeah, so they used shot, to yeah, have Johns yeah. and stuff in there but not in our part in the other half so and I used to think is that what we're hearing you're this hearing a brothel brothel like we're hearing old brothel and stuff so that, even in death these women are getting railed yeah they're getting railed in death and um, yeah, we said all lights used to come also. So that place was mental. Like uh, I could do a whole episode just on that stuff. Even well, I when, remember, I remember the even Halloween when we spoke about, about it, it. We, we didn't even fully touch on everything. Like the TV coming on when you'd be home and like, it's on full blast, but just static and shit like that. Yeah, and like weird shit. It would come on and it would be like Google open on the Xbox, and it was on an article about a woman who just gone missing here. And we come home and find that, and be like, what the fuck? And my like me, I was like, someone's fucking. I always thought someone was fucking with us because yeah. the people, the office below with the landlord, they had a key. And I was like, they're coming and fucking with us. They want more money. They want to rent it to someone else. But there's something going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But my missus was like, there's something in here but you said there trying was like, to tell us shit. You said there was, you ordered a Chinese. And, and the woman the, said she, she used to live there. there. Well, how's the ghost? A, how's the ghost? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? And my missus was at the top of the stairs. And she come down when she heard her. And I was like, how the fuck do you know? Like, I was like, straight away, she sent chill down my spine. I was like, how the fuck do you know about that? Yeah. And she went, turns the oven on, opens the door. I was like, yeah 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 and she was like yeah i grew up here it was it was here then 
<laughs> and and we put stuff on the door. We put all this fucking did you Japanese. Burn, did did you burn any sage? All, yeah. Clearance, yeah. So we burnt a bit of sage, and then we put these. Uh, they're called Japanese demon traps. Oh yeah. So they're like basically look like a maze, and yeah. a ghost cannot enter because it can't get through the maze. Yeah. So we put one of them on the door, and then we put door demons, door right. guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them on, burnt a bit of sage, hung a few things up, and it went away. Yeah. And then these people came because they had to do some renovations on the building. They were painting the door. They were doing some stuff and they took it all down and they threw it away. Oh, no. So then... It came back. It came back. And then when we put the stuff back up again, reprinted it, it it, it didn't stop it. It didn't? No. The second time we put it up, it's almost like I've got past that now. Yeah. And I'm in here and I'm not going anywhere. It was really fucking weird. So it scared the shit. Like to me, I'm like... Look, if it's physical, I'll fight the fucking thing, right? That's how I see it. But my missus was like, nope. No, this is something more than that. But even that could be a time travel thing. Even that could be something looped in time, lost in time, trying to exist in the same space as you. Yeah, there's, 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 you, there is like certain aspects with... Trying um, to exist in the same space at different points in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was a, there's an old story... Um, I think I heard it on Dark Histories. And it's the idea that in one timeline, these people are communicating with someone in the 1800s. And it was like a sight language barrier. They, no, no, no. They were like a spirit. So they would leave messages and they would get reprints and literally they would say, oh, I am such and such from this timeline and I live here. And it, it's like the same location as where they're in, but it was a different name at the time. And all these sort of things. This is what's going on here. It was, it, and then there was like another one that jumped in. There was someone in the future, and it was like it was like this weird thing. It was it's it meant to be in the a, UK, uh, America, I believe. Anyway, I can't remember. All right, move on. <laughs> what's the What's the next one? <laughs> oh dear. Okay, right. Type eight. Unstuck body. A character's body or object becomes physically detached from the flow of time within the surrounding universe. Becoming inverted or younger, only certain objects or bodies are unstuck from time. Also called inverted entropy. Uh, so when you first said it, I was thinking event horizon, but now I'm thinking like... That this, one will blow, this one will blow your mind if you think about it for too long. Like type 2 branch reality... This only comes from a, from the realm of quantum mechanics and theological physics. Scientists and mathematici- mathematicians have all the formulas working out to make this de-aging a reality, but currently lack the technologies to control all the variables in the ways needed. It would, like scientists work out, that an object would break the speed of sound in 1890. It would look in, inconceivable given the technologi- technolog- technology sorry, of the day. But I wouldn't put limits on human ingenuity. Examples. Doctor Strange, the Tokyo, the, the Hong Kong battle. Tenant. Briefly in Endgame with Scott Lang and Bruce and Primer. I don't, yeah, I'm trying to work out what they mean. They're talking about de-aging yourself. Yeah, a character's body or object becomes physically detached from the flow of time within the surrounding universe, becoming inverted or younger. Only certain objects or bodies are unstuck from time, also called intra- inverted 
entropy. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bit because like, the examples they're given, I can't think of what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't remember the the. I thought they're talking about them stupid things when a daughter goes in the mum's body and the mum goes in the daughter's body. I thought that's what they were. Oh, you mean about. like Freaky Friday? Yeah, well, that's what they're talking about first. No, I think I, th- I think they're saying you... you get unstuck from time and then become younger. But how the fuck does that make sense? What I said about de aging, I was thinking. Ben, okay, why so Benjamin Button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I I, th- I think I think what they mean is that you go into a portion of time where. You, no, that's not right either because you would become older, not younger. Well, like, um, yeah, that one's a bit of a weird. Indiana one. Jones when they touch the thing and they suddenly go old out of nowhere. Yeah, they're they're examples. I've not seen Primer. I've not seen Tenant, so I don't really have no, those. I don't the have thing those. they're talking about, Doctor Strange. I'm like, I don't remember a point where anyone gets younger. In the Doctor Hong Strange. Kong battle. I don't remember that one in Doctor Strange. From is that is that the bit where he's fighting Mads Mikkelsen? And he's and it's like all the all the weird all that you know like like Inception where. Everything starts folding over itself. Yeah, but that happens so many times in that fucking film. Yeah, exactly. And which bits have they been in fucking Endgame? Scott Lang and Bruce. I don't know. Is that when they go into the quantum realm? Oh, um, when he comes back fucking old as fuck. Yes. Oh, he, comes, he comes back younger. No, no, he cha- he, he does it several times. Because he's trying to find the right... Um, is it the right frequency or whatever? However he's doing the time travel thing. So he comes back and all of a sudden he's old. Then he comes, Then he goes back again and he's a kid. You're right. Yeah. I'm lost word. I don't know how you describe that. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a frequency it's an, thing. It's an, it's an unstuck body is the fact that you can come, you can go into, like, say, quantum realm, for example, and it doesn't quite go. You, so you're trying to find the right... You have to come out the same way you went in, otherwise it fucks everything up. Yeah, so basically he went into the quantum realm, went too far, or, or you know, because you know when they're going, you know in that scene in Endgame when they're going through the quantum realm and they branch well, off. Well, he himself though, right? When he comes out, he only thinks it's been a couple of days. When, because when Endgame starts with Lang coming out, yes, he's been stuck there. and It's been five years, and he thinks it's literally been minutes. It's been yeah, like, yeah, an it's hour, been no a couple time of hours. At all. So even that itself is like time has worked differently. Obviously, because he's got smaller, so time has worked completely differently. He's got quantum. He's got so fucking small that he's a fucking a beyond atom size. Yes, that when he comes back out of it. Everything that's moved around him has moved at a different speed to him. So yeah, because he, at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, when he goes into the quantum realm, he gets stuck because everybody else gets um, snapped, and it takes a rat to click the right. Just having to walk over the right button that he comes out at five years later, which he's only been in there a couple of minutes. Like not, not. So I think it's like half an hour, isn't it? It's not. It's not it doesn't long. feel long for him. You know? Yeah, it's not a long matter of time. So yeah, the idea is when he's when he goes in there with uh, when Bruce and him are experimenting to try and find the right. I don't, can't remember. It's been a while since I've been. It's like a pattern. All it's this. when they're gonna do the time machine to to to, to go and get all the bits they need to get in order right, to get all the, like to get all the infinity stuff. They're doing their tests with him and the, yeah. yeah. So he obviously goes in, comes, takes the wrong turn, comes back out like too young, goes back in again, comes, comes out too 80. old because he's because he's he's taken the wrong turn and he's gone in the wrong direction. I assume that's what it is. Must be that. So it's literally. Um, you, well, so, ba- so basically, it's, is it? Is so it, rather than the time in the existence changing, you're changing for your ch- the time's changing you rather than you yeah. rather than the time changing for you to be in it. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't obviously that's not the same thing that happened with Captain America when you see him at the end of Endgame where all of a sudden he's like. Well, he decided to stay. Yeah. 
Which, to me, in its own right, is a right fucking continuity error as well. Because you telling me he literally knew all these things were going to happen and did nothing to stop him. Oh, I don't being, think being, I will. Being the, <laughs> being the, yeah, the, being the hero that he's Cap, meant to be. we needed you to get frozen in ice for you to come and save all this stuff and sort everything out. No, I don't think I will. Well, no, he did all that and then he went back. And no, but that's what his... I mean. And then, but that's but what then I mean. It, it, it mis- but if he goes it... back and stays there, he could never have done any of that stuff. No, because the other persona of him is already frozen in ice and will get thawed out. So basically, he exists at the it, same time. At the same time, and, and if you look at certain, so when he's an old man, then Peggy doesn't die at the same time she dies, I guess. Or I what know. if she does, and he just and he literally just when because you know he knows when he's going to be there to see her. So, so why he, is it so he leaves? So so he is going to sit there and go, I'm not going to stay with my wife when she dies. I'm going to let a different version of myself see her instead of me. Bollocks. Oh no, of course yeah. it, 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 fuck, it it fucks its own timeline up. Of course it does. Also, that would that would have created a point for the TVA to come in and go variant, no. variant, yeah. naughty boy. Same with when he goes back and fights himself. Yep, they would have stepped in and gone. No, that's why the Loki series fucked up so much stuff because it just cannot work. It cannot work the way that they put it in there. Correct. Plus, so I guess we need to talk about paradoxes. Ooh, got it. Because all of these things we've mentioned, paradoxes are the thing that fuck everything up. We'll start with the biggest one, which is the grandfather paradox, which we've mentioned a few times already, which is you in your timeline hate your grandfather. If you go back in time, you can stop him from ever existing. If you go back and do that, how do you exist? Because then your parents don't exist, so then you don't exist either. Yes. And that's that's the most famous paradox of them all. The reason these paradoxes are important is because science cannot answer the equation. Another paradox which comes up is the... I, can't, I think they call it the Shakespeare paradox. Scott orders Hamlet from Amazon. Scott goes back in time and hands Hamlet to Shakespeare. Shakespeare copies Hamlet and releases Hamlet as a book. Who wrote Hamlet? It's a paradox, because without Shakespeare yeah. writing it, I can't read it, then go back in time and hand it to Shakespeare to yeah. copy. The universe implodes and we all die. Yeah, exactly. But the way these paradoxes work is, if you believe in free will, and not fate, not things being dictated, you should be able to, within the realm of possibility, go back and give Shakespeare his best works. Yes. Because you, because the free will would dictate it. But science can't answer what the paradox is. Does that create an end in time? Or do we go back to the, you're always meant to do that scenario? So even if Shakespeare doesn't write Hamlet, and you take it back to him, Hamlet can always be created because infinitely someone has to create it so it doesn't matter within the realms of the paradox <laughs> chris's that's face a, is like such a head fuck. fuck it is a head fuck it's a massive head but it always has to exist and everything that has existed will always exist they all exist at once and they can all fold into each other and they can all exist at the same time and not exist at the same time which is fucking mind-boggling because even the greatest minds on the world which we are not can't explain a lot of this stuff the time loop is considered a paradox the time loop is considered a paradox in itself you know um uh the in the book all you zombies by a science fiction author called uh, robert a heinlein 
The hero is sent back in time in order to impregnate a young woman who is later revealed to be him. Following a sex change operation. <laughs> the offspring of this coupling is the young man himself who will meet himself at the younger age and take him back to the past to impregnate you know whom. So he be- what? Yeah. <laughs> so that, what? That, that takes the term go fuck yourself to a whole new That's life. fucking mental. But yeah, it also brings in the time loop idea of yeah, this year it mentions perpetual here, cycle. Yeah, yeah, of going to Shakespeare and handing these complete works so that he can then write them, publish them, and then they become the the well, phenomenon. It's Shakespeare that you take and go back to me. You yeah, constantly this, go on. It's also called the bootstrap paradox. It is called the bootstrap paradox. Yeah, a person trying to pull himself up by his own bootstraps, where cause leads to effect and nothing further, and there is a meaning to the question: How did it all begin? What came first, the chicken or the egg? the egg whatever the chicken evolved from laid the egg that became a chicken very true and the the, the paradoxes are the stuff that drive me like we spoke about with simulation food this is the shit that keeps me up at night <laughs> here's a question I had this question just because I thought Tim was going to be on but he didn't show up so I'm going to ask you too Chris if you go back in time to a year and you meet yourself and you give yourself a hand job is that gay or a wank? I suppose it's a wank because you're playing with yourself. It's your cock, but it's also his cock. Yeah, but it's his cock, but it's also our. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's our cock. Whose cock are you playing with? Our cock. At that point, you have to go by they, them, because it's two of you. What you do is you do a double Dutch rudder instead. Then it's not gay because you're not touching dicks. Oh, but if you fuck it, if you give yourself a 69er, is it gay? Are you sucking someone else's cock or are you sucking your own cock? Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Like, fucking it, duck. It, well, no, the thing, the thing is, it's both. It's both. But then, you know, you are literally fucking yourself. But then it also raises the question, would you fuck yourself? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck, fuck me so hard. hard. <laughs> I mean, if I went back in time and met myself, I suppose Shiv would be happy. Shiv would go on both of you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the weirdest three-way ever, wouldn't it? Double yeah. team supreme. Double, double team, but it's not cheating. Because you're fucking be the weirdest fucking Eiffel Tower ever. But. <laughs> I look forward at you. I look back. It's also you. Who's gazing into your own eyes. <laughs> High five yourself while you spit roast. You better. They're like fucking Dr. Manhattan style. Just 20. Yeah, 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 exactly. So Wikipedia provides the idea for, a temporal, for temporal paradoxes. So there's a few. So the first one is the casual loop is a paradox of time travel that occurs when the future event is the cause of a past event, which in turn is the cause of a future event. Both events then exist in space-time, but their origin cannot be determined. A casual loop may involve an event, a person or object, or information. The terms bootstrap paradox, pedestrian paradox, and ontological paradox are sometimes used in fiction to refer to a casual loop. Yeah, pedestrian paradox is uh, you flick a marble through time and it's meant to land back in the 80s. But because the way time crisscrosses, the marble hits itself and then changes the trajectory and sends the marble into another point of time. Because you know this happened because this happens in the 80s and not now, you've counted for that. So the marble that hits itself is the same marble deliberately to send it to the place it's meant to be. So it actually ends up in, in the time you want it to end up in. Yeah, second one is the grandfather paradox, which we covered because it is it's the most common it's the most common use of a, of a paradox because it is the most bizarre and and it also comes up the same thing of being your own father is basically the grandfather. It's the same well, as being the grandfather your own grandfather. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 a weird, it's a weird one, but it's also a very interesting concept. Which... It's an easy one to portray as well. 
Yeah. Uh, there's the fur. I'm not. I'm not I think it's great. I think it's like a Latin. The Fermi. Fermi the, the Fermi paradox. Fermi paradox. Yeah. Yeah. The Fermi paradox can be adapted for a time traveler and phrased. If time travel were possible, where are all the visitors from the future? Answers vary from time travel not being possible to the possibility that visitors from the future cannot reach any arbitrary point in the past or that they disguise themselves to avoid detection. Which I imagine if time travel were a possibility, like a frequent thing. In, in a thousand years time. In a thousand years time, you would literally be given some sort of cloaking or some sort of like appearance alteration that say you take on the guise of this person they are not in this city they are other side of the world quantum leap yeah so you that you cannot see that you do not run into what will be considered a doppelganger so to avoid that that's another paradox bumping into yourself but doppelganger paradox yeah, yeah so so the way i've always understood that to work is when we were talking about black holes and slinging yourself back, yep. those people in the future, the reason we don't see them is because they can't pinpoint where they go. So they could be time traveling back and going, yeah, we can time travel and then end up munched by a dinosaur <laughs> because they, they can't pinpoint where they are. They have no, yeah, they have no tra- trajectory. But they... that would also explain these strange accounts of hearing about people wearing strange clothes, turning up in London. That's why you should always in... have a DeLorean. Yeah, like you end up in these places where you're not dressed the same. And there are, I'm going to say probably over a hundred thousand accounts from historical facts of people being strangely dressed, turning up in places. It's photographs of it. Yeah. People in the 1800s that look like wearing jeans and a t-shirt yeah. and it didn't exist back then. So how the fuck could they have worn it? And, and other, other depictions throughout history, maybe depictions of angels, maybe depictions of aliens, maybe all this shit we've heard stories of atlantis all this stuff is people traveling back in time it could very well be people traveling back in time yeah possibility and the, and the way they describe it is yeah well i'm from somewhere else you can't get to it um but i'm from there and we know loads of stuff that's a time traveler that's not atlant that's not a place that's not a physical realm it's the future rather than a place they can currently... But the future would be too much for them to comprehend. Exactly. So, so they just come up with some other... Or they just say, I'm from this place, blah, blah, blah. But then a lot of these descriptions of these biblical slash mythological places are beyond what was capable at the time. Capable yeah, we live on an island that floats in water and moves around like a ship, but a big ship, a big place to live. Yeah. Um, yeah, we use... We've, we've got lights on all day. We don't need candles or anything like that because we've got nuclear energy, energy, whatever. They don't know what you mean. So they go, it's a place that can be day or night, in the daytime or the nighttime. You go back it. far enough, it's like, what the fuck is electricity? Yeah, you, you go back 300 years and the cunts don't know what electricity is. Candlelight and poor eyesight. Yeah. So if you turned up to, as a time traveler with a torch 300 years ago, which isn't long. Or imagine having a tablet that could take fo- that could take pictures and had a flashlight. And made noises. But there's stories of American Indians, which is only 100, 200 years ago, not wanting their picture taken because when they saw the picture, they thought someone had stolen their soul. Well, they didn't even have mirrors. The only time they saw the reflection was in water. Yeah. Or maybe in a, a blade or something like something, that. Something with a shiny surface. Yeah, but to, to be able to take a photo of them would surface. blow their mind. So any, any depiction throughout history of someone who does not belong there... Class as a god... Or an alien, or... They could have always been there. 
in history chronicled by the by those that saw and if them. people say like where are they now well it could be back in their own timeline <laughs> or dead or, or in our time period why would you visit us but why would you visit this point in time of all of the points in time more interesting just to, just to see just to see how the world was before it went even more to shit or when they come back are these people just locked in mental homes all those people that say oh, I've come from the future that are in mental homes ones if they actually have come from even if you find birth records for that person, we've talked about hopping bodies and all that, like quantum leap style, that could be real. Yeah, so as a paradox, that one, to me, is the least likely to hold up because there are plenty of ways I can say the time traveller is here and no one believed him. And that's it. That's it. That's... You could say Chris was a time traveller. You could say any of us were. Yeah. Really. Without any proof of it. But we, we could be, and we wouldn't even know. And that's the other thing. Like, Quantum Leap style. And Quantum Leap... I love Quantum Leap. I've, I've I used to love that it. when I was a, a kid. Of and he used to just come on. And I never used to watch it religiously, but there'd be just, like, random episodes. Yeah, that, yeah. That, and I'd watch them. And I used to... Whenever they come on, I used to like it. I used to always think... It was. It made a game. Is it, was there a game on it? There, there was, was a game called Quantum Leap, but I'm not sure if it was based on the TV the series. Quantum Leap or Quantum Break? Might be Quantum Break. But the people... When, when he would jump into the bodies... The episode where he's like, opens the window, opens the mirror, and he looks at himself and goes, I'm retarded. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's an episode of Quantum what? Leap. There's an episode of Quantum Leap where he, he walks in and he's like all confused. And you see him as the actor, right? Going, what the fuck? And he's like got kids clothes on and he's like an adult. And then he, op- <laughs> he opens the fucking cupboard door and there's a mirror on it. And it's like a Down syndrome guy looking back at him. And he goes, I'm retarded. <laughs> fucking hilarious you could not get away with that now no so fucking not a fucking not in the hope in hell but when he jumps back into a little retard body that retard doesn't remember he was there yeah but they're not supposed and none to. of them none of them know he did that but he, he's there almost groundhog day style to correct something that goes wrong in their life he, he's there to make sure they get through a bad obstacles. But anyway, yeah, the next one is the Newcomb's Paradox. Newcomb's Paradox is the thought experiment show showing an apparent contradiction between the expected utility principle and the strategic dominance principle. Big words. A lot of weird shit. Thought experiment is often extended to explore casually and free will by allowing the perfect predictors... Casually or causality? Sorry, causality. That's my, ba- yeah, my, that's, that's, that's my bad grammar. My apologies. For example, if time travel exists as a mechanism for making perfect predictions, then perfect predictions appear to contradict free will because the decisions apparently made with free will are already known to the perfect predictor. Yes. You right there, Chris? Yeah. Just, that just goes, that, <laughs> Chris is just like, no, that, that he's going to die. <laughs> no, that just goes back to um, fucking... Uh... But we spoke about chaos theory. So the perfect predictor can never be perfect. No. Having, having the perfect predictor goes back to minority report. So we got any more paradoxes? That's it, That's really. It. Yeah, there's like a casual loop again, but it's pretty much just repeating itself on the other one. Yeah, so. and there's, there's a few other paradoxes about like... Well, they said they're like meeting yourself is a going paradox. Few, yeah, meeting yourself is a paradox, but doppelgangers, all that stuff exist and have existed throughout time again like how do you know a time traveler hasn't come back well, what happens if every experience of a doppelganger that even created the word doppelganger existing isn't a time traveler all like feelings of deja vu well deja vu's deja vu's like i i consider deja vu, like we i think there has talk, to be something in deja we talked we talked about like a glitch in, uh, not a glitch in the matrix but like simulation theory where we talked about the idea of deja vu is like a reset or a different part of the simulation where you're remembering something else like it, it can be it, it can be again stemmed down to 
the timeline, you know, where you make your decisions and therefore you branch out into a different reality, like that another timeline begins when you make a certain decision. There's nothing to say that that conversation doesn't already, already happen. That's why you're remembering it. It's because technically you're connected to that other person, that other reality. Somewhere you're, else that happened. And that's you're, why you're getting that, that, it's that. It's that close, say, like the branches are like that close to each other. They're Therefore, kind of just they, intertwined. They were intertwined slightly so that you will, you will remember that's hap- that conversation's happened. I've had, I literally had it the other day. Uh, I was working with, with my mate Luis in, in the garden and we were chatting about something and they literally exact same song exact same discussion and yeah i remember this happening about six months ago well like i had a dream yeah. i had a dream you know you have those dreams that's usually where like i i always think i always think like a yeah. deja vu thing is like a dream so you feel like you've dreamt the conversation and everything that is going on in that conversation music what's happening what day what the day is like everything matches up perfectly and he literally said something i can't remember what it was now it's gone from my head but he literally said something to me and i was like i knew you were gonna say that and he goes what do you mean i was like because i've fucking seen it before and he goes he did it she did he goes yeah it's one of those glitches in the matrix because he's well into that sort of shit as well i i, I imagine you would be actually yeah so yeah it's, it's 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 one of those that's what i believe deja vu is either it's like a crossing of the timelines like multi multiverse timeline sort of thing or it's it's a glitch in the matrix where you know you get those ideas where it gets like certain things happen it gets reset so you think the simulation has been reset to another point which is why you remember conversation because you're not quite completely switched off to the idea that you've been it's been reset so therefore certain things remember that you remember certain things happening then going back to um, what Sam was saying before about being recognised over here by people that you've never fucking met before. When I was working at the bar, this woman came in and she was fucking adamant she'd know she'd know me before. Did she know your name? Yeah. Really? She knew my name. Got my surname wrong because she got my like my old surname, not my current one. She had your old what before you were Mitchell. You she knew that. Yeah. That's even weirder. But then she went, oh, you went to this school, didn't you? No. Oh, you went to, like, you knew these people? No. You went to this event? No. Oh, so what if there's a timeline where things hadn't changed? Maybe. But you still ended up working in the Golden Lion for, like, as, as like a part-time sort of thing. Wouldn't recommend it, but yeah. No, but what if the, what if that's the case? Maybe. She was fucking weird, though. I had a weird experience. I've said it on a past episode, but given all the recent listeners we've got, I might as well say it again because we've had a lot of new listeners, where I was on a bus and a little boy knew my name. Interesting. I've not heard this. So, it might have been said on a random episode. I was I was in a bad way, right? How long so ago a, was this? A long time ago. Okay. long time ago. Um, I was having a bout of depression and I've been to see the doctor about it. I was signed off. I was working in TV still. So still in the Oh, UK. so it's in London. Okay, right. Yeah, and I've been here 10 years. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah quite um, I get on this bus and there's a woman. And she's like chavy mum, right? Three kids. Vicky Pollard. Yeah. Three kids. She's got one who's about 10, one who's a baby, and then a middle one who's about four or five. Right, right. 
I get on the bus and I and I've got nowhere other than to stand in front of where they're sitting. Okay. And the little kid just reaches out and grabs them, the four year old, the four year old. And and I, I'm like, "You're right, mate." And the mum goes, oh, "Stop it, stop it." And he went, "Is your name Sam?" And I went and I said, "No." Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what to, I was like. No. And he went, "No, your name's Sam. I know your name's Sam." And the mum went. Oh, he's always doing this to people. He tries to guess people's names. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. And she shushed him and shut him up. Yeah. And he was just staring at me for the rest of the bus journey. And I, and I, and a part of me afterwards, maybe I, I was like, I should have told him yes. Yeah. How do you know that? Yeah. How do you know that? I should have asked him, and I didn't. And I, and I just fucking ignored it. And the, I let the mum shush him and tell him he was wrong. But how the fuck did the little cunt know my name? <laughs> Do you know, how the fuck did he know that yeah. and then the, for the mum to say does it all the time made me go like does he guess it right all the time maybe he is because a lot of people aren't going to say yeah how did you know that not because he's a kid not to a four year old kid because he's a kid right and you, as a geezer especially you don't want to fucking be talking to kids on the bus you get called every fucking pedo is your name earth. Jimmy no but I'll <laughs> fix it for you are you my dad <laughs> but yeah I remember that I remember that just being like but fuck and it weirded me out I wasn't in the best yeah, headspace well, at the time yeah, well, really that'll fucking definitely weird you out man what the fuck and like, but part of me goes like is there a universe where he knew my name is there a universe where you're his dad or his teacher or his molester his, his molester maybe <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> The dark timeline. By that, in that, in that, in, in that timeline. Only, only, only for the kid, not no, for No, 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 in that timeline, my name is literally Mohammed Lester, so it's Mo Lester. That's, uh, that's my name. Yeah. Lester, no, Lester, time, Lester. In that timeline, you work for the BBC, not ITV. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and they let me get you away. Good, you were good mates with Jimmy Savile. But in that, somewhere, is somewhere, whether it be simulation, maybe, it, ropes. maybe it be fucking some sort of supernatural ability, the little cunt ad, like. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Because he knew my name, and he said it with such certainty. It wasn't like, is your name Sam? It was more like, your name's Sam. And it was like blatant, straight up. And he reached out to grab me to get my attention. I had headphones on. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck this little cunt want. Like, you know? A question. Was your grandfather dead by this point? Yeah. Reincarnation? Maybe. How long, how long had he been gone by that point, do you reckon? Oh, my, my granddad died when I was uh, 21. So I was about... How old were you when this happened? I moved here when I was 28, so I was probably about 25. Reincarnation? Could be. Repre mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they do say that kids have, some kids have shown to have um, memories of a past life. Yeah. To the point is that, you know, that kid could have been a and reincarnation of your grandfather, and he's like, and he, and he just knew my name. He just knew my name. It's a possibility. You know, it's just but then like, the fact that mum said he'd done it before... Yeah, but it, you don't know who he had done it to before. It could yeah. have been other parts of your family that could was, have been. Yeah, you don't know that. But oh, yeah. he does this. Stop it! And she was embarrassed by it. She wasn't angry at him. She was embarrassed. She was like, "Oh fuck's sake, not again!" It was like that yeah. with her. I'm, I'm literally just thinking outside the box with it. Yeah, no, 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 it's fucking weird, really bizarre. So I've got another one from when I was a kid. My dad used to, like I said, mountaineering, rock climbing, all that stuff. We used to go to this place called Bowls in Tunbridge, Wales. And I remember we went there, and I, I must have been five six and you'd fucking run around and there'd be other kids there and there was this girl and I, I i to this day i remember it there was an area where there was a swimming pool that was covered up in plastic wasn't in use then 
Yeah, so the swimming pool, there was a real pool, but it was, the top had been covered. Yeah. And I remember running over to it, and I was like tapping it with my foot. As you do. Yeah. And this girl just goes to me, don't do that. That's where you died. And I went, what? What? And I remember turning around as a kid, and he was like, what the fuck do you mean you died? She went, you, d- you drown in there, you die in there, go away from there. And... I kind of stepped back and I'm chatting to her and then we're playing together. And we're, we're, they used to do orienteering in the woods there. So there was all these like bit dip and we're running up and swinging off fucking shit. And there was like a zip line and we were fucking going on a slip line. And then she said to me, your sister's name's Sophie. And, and my sister, cause I was, my sister's four years younger than me. So I'm like six. She was two. She'd never been there. And there's no way this girl could know. And I was like, how did you know that? And she was like, I know it because you died in there. And she said this to me when I was a kid. And I never saw this little girl again, no matter how many times I went back there with my dad to climb. And that, and I always kept that memory in my head. Because also she was going to me, I can be your girlfriend now because you're not dead. And she, would, and she was saying this stuff to me. And we were just chatting and playing as little kids. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're my girlfriend. I'll see you next week. And then never saw her again. Don't remember her name, but I remember that part like the problem is when you're a kid as well your memories are so fragmented by the time you get our age oh, yeah they're corrupted by now they're yeah. corrupted as fuck but i never it's a bit like when we spoke about hearing whispers and shit in in just sitting there hearing someone say your name like there's little parts of that in my childhood i do not forget hearing that stuff it's just embedded in you but that's that's one and i remember that. it's like that's where you drowned and it's like is there a timeline where you drowned in that pool? Well, I drowned in that Because pool. you went in there because no one was there to stop you. Yeah. Because there was no one there to stop me then apart from her. And is there a timeline where somehow she remembers what happened on that same day in a separate, in another timeline? Yeah. She remembers I'm about to drown if I keep tapping it with my foot. So she tells me you're going to drown. You, if fall, you, you fall in and get stuck under the plastic and that's you. Yeah. So she's, she's come and told me about it and fucked me off into another part because I, I can't drown because it's not. She doesn't want me to drown because she knows I will drown there. Interesting. Or is this just kids with low vocabulary going, don't do that. You will drown if you do that. Yeah. But she still knew my sister's name. Maybe I told her or whatever and I said it. Yeah, I got a sister called Sophie. Yeah. And then a couple of hours later, she just mentioned it. Your sister's Sophie, right? And I went, oh, yeah. yeah. How do you know that? You know, but these weird things happen. And like, Deja vu is a big one for that. Get it all the time. <laughs> I said it to the missus before. I was like, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. She's like, oh, no, you didn't. I was like, yeah, we've had this conversation before. She's like, no, we haven't. I was like, fucking have. I watched the um, film the other night, Everywhere, Everything Everywhere All At Once. It kind of deals with some of that stuff. Yeah. It's not as good as everyone said it is. I've seen better films. It's, good. it's a good film. It, that kind of deals with some of that. Like, you exist in different timelines, but you all exist at once. And you can hop between... You can hop between versions of yourself. Yeah, that was something that came up on one of the podcasts I was listening to. Is that everything, literally, the past, the present, and now, uh, the past, the present, and the future all happen at the same time? That, well, they have to happen at the same time. So that's quantum, isn't it? That's yeah. uh, quantum mechanics. Because they always do draw a timeline as a line. Yeah. As a line. But the ability to draw it, or the ability to align to exist, whether it be string theory, like a string, whether it be. Um, paper you can always fold everyone's seen the you're here you're here fold it and they touch yeah. so therefore the distance is nothing but that is real physics but that's how it works that's how the universe works 
it's another thing with the universe as well while we're talking about this stuff the edge of the universe that's constantly expanding did you know that moves faster than the speed of light nothing should be able to move that fast but that does but eventually it'll get to a point where it'll start coming back on itself yeah and then that will come back on itself faster than the speed of light too so what's that what happens what happens if you're traveling in that area what what does time mean anything has that already gone out and contracted to it in its space and we are living in the bubble of it if to us it feels like an eternity but to that it's a millisecond but the idea is that we wouldn't know we would never know you, if, 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 if for some reason that passed through us right now we wouldn't know we would literally, it, we would be here one second and blinked out the next but it could be constantly passing back and forth always because to it traveling at that speed the time works differently so we're here having full lives, full societies, building buildings, fucking pyramids, all this stuff. But to it, to, to that expanding and retracting, that is actually a millisecond to that. Well, the idea is that how long the Earth has actually been, well, they calculate the Earth has been in existence. It, our existence, even the amount of time we span our history of like thousands of years is a fraction it is, it is of anything. Fraction, yeah. It's, 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 it's minuscule. If you look at us as humans, 24 hours, it's a, it's a long time, but it's not because we experience it so many we, times. We, we perceive time differently and it gets faster as we get older. But then if you are an ant experiencing that 24 hours, how long does that feel as a small microbiotic? They move slower than us. So I guess longer? So it would feel like longer. But we both exist in the same time. It's how, it's how you perceive time. So so when you hear things like um, Dragonfly lives three days, which it does, but to that Dragonfly at that, at that yeah, but they move, level... They, they move at such a fast pace. But they do move fast. But the way, time, the way our days would work, three days might feel like 20 years to them. It's a whole lifetime. You, in look, three days. you look. You, you look at animals. They say how they age in in like seven. Dogs age in seven years yeah. per year, per our year. Time moves quicker to them. If you were smaller, does everything feel? Because everything feel, would feel bigger. Yes. Right. It would take you longer to do stuff. To yeah, to to travel distances. Yeah. So like a midget probably feels time differently to how we do. <laughs> Maybe a little bit smaller than that. I think they I think they perceive time like we do. Yeah, but I can get up the stairs faster than a midget. So, like, you know, you they spend 20 minutes getting into bed just pushing themselves up. Oh, missed. Oh, missed. Like that. And I can go straight into bed without worrying about it. So, <laughs> no, but to them, does time feel a little bit... I would imagine it feels a little bit off because everything takes a little bit longer to do. Maybe. So in the short period of time we've got as a day, everything's taken that little bit longer. So does time feel longer to them? when you move down to the tiniest level of like an ant does a day feel like a year to them what's the life cycle of an infantry or of a, of a grunt ant? a couple of months right so a couple of months you might to them might seem like a couple of, like, like a decade maybe. it could feel like a decade maybe longer so then if you blow it up to a galactus sized being time must mean fuck all must mean nothing. But then you go up to the universe, traveling faster than the speed of light. It's traveling at such a speed out and in. It, that our existence is a blip. It's a blip to it. To it. To whatever that is. To anything living on that fringe. Anything that can ride that lightning bolt. 
our existence must mean absolutely it's a it's a pin well it's a needle in a haystack it's a drop in the ocean yeah well we our existence is nothing it is yeah and that, the more we learn about our universe the more we realize we are nothing imagine being an immortal be horrible then how would you receive time then we we, we said it we'll, we'll ask chris this question as well but we said it on the simulation theory about neither of us ne- neither me or you is actually quite sweet neither of us want to be here if we're not with the people we love it's not worth it yeah even when it came down to taking the blue or red pill yeah having to give up on the person you love to do that is not worth it's not worth it because the existence isn't worth it without them in it no so i would imagine chris agrees with that yeah you wouldn't go anywhere without shiv no yeah. Not a fucking chance. Exactly. And, and, and she's put up with him for like over 10 years now. <laughs> I know. I've got to find someone else that can't yeah. do that. But it, it's. But she's it's got, like, got to find someone else who wants to peg him. Basically, exactly. Yeah. And that, that's hard. <laughs> Not everyone. Well, maybe now, the abortion stuff, people are more into pegging. They could be on the cards. Safer, eh? Yeah. But. <laughs> you can't fuck me, so I'm going to fuck you. But we asked it on the simulation theory about what pill would you take, the blue or red in the Matrix scenario? But you would have to leave everything you know right now behind. And so that when would... you come out of it, you still know what you left behind. But you have no idea what is waiting waiting for you when you come out of the simulation. Do you take it? No. 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 Yeah, we struggle with it. We're like, we want to say yes. But this is not, it's not, we can't. Because we love the people we're around, the family, the friends. Especially your missus. That's the hardest one. To have to give up on that, what you've built, what you've, you've done. done. You've done the human thing. You've, you've, you've formed the attachment. You've got the bond. To give that up. and but On a no, whim. To give that up on a whim. And then to have to live with the fact that you've given that up. Now, just having like a partner and obviously someone you've been with. You know, you've been with Shiv for fucking over 10 years now, haven't you? You've been with your missus for over 10 years. Yeah. And to and, not and know what's scenario, coming you're, next, you're giving it up for an ex- existential. You're giving it up thing. for an idea. So you don't know what's going to come next. You have no idea what's on the other side of that door. But the callback would be with well, time travel too. The idea is, Chris, you can time travel tomorrow, and we can send you anywhere in the universe, and you'll have all that. Whoa! I can go anywhere in time in the past. We'll, we'll stick to the past first. I can go anywhere in the past. But they say to you, mm, getting back might be difficult. I mean, we think we've got it figured but out. There's no chance you'll come back. But, it, I mean, if it goes wrong, you're stuck there. Are you still traveling back in time to experience those things? Depends where it is. Uh. I suppose I'm, I would go if I could take her with me. You're used to ha- the products that you consume now. Back wherever you go. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's completely different. Your body will not be used to it. Even time traveling 20 years back would be a culture shock. Yeah, you would have your body would have to adapt to consuming the, the products that are there that are, say, not got the same things that we consume now. Like, cider might be the same. But not even just but it's food. Got different, it's got different... It, well, no, TV, technology, all of it is different. You would, Yeah, you would be going back into fucking boxes and black and white or fucking you know walkmans cd walkmans which is no that's not such a bad thing you'd be, you'd be going back to like the ps1 instead of the ps5 you know what i'm saying i'd, I'd deal with that yeah yeah of course you would but you know what, what i mean is like 
maybe not so much like the past 20, 30 years, but say like the past, like the past 100 years. If you went back to the 1920s or even further back to the 1800s, for example. Your mind would go insane, I think. How, how they preserve food and how they make it and the, the additives that they add into it to preserve it are completely different to what we have now. You probably get sick. Yes, you would get sick. And they have obviously diseases, mild ones maybe, but your immune system is not used to that. Which is why it's a very particular thing. It's, you, you know, it's all good saying, I, I'd love to go back to like the Battle of Troy or to Greece back in those days or Egypt would see the pyramids. I wouldn't be able to eat, drink or consume anything. Literally, the only thing you'd be able to have is if you overly boiled the water you yeah. might be okay. Cause it's and then you only ate meat that you fucking grilled the fuck out of. Yeah. And that would be... To it. kill anything be, in it. Yeah, because you'd, you... you'd be fucked otherwise. Yeah. But then same as them. If you brought them from the past and now and they ate something now, they'd be ill for days. They'd imagine, go, imagine, going over, imagine going there and you had COVID. Taking it to like... You'd wipe, out, the, you'd you'd wipe what, out humanity. Yeah. You'd wipe out humanity. But then imagine if you did the reverse and came back with a bubonic plague. Exactly. No, we have cures for that. Kind of. No one expects it. But, I'm pretty sure. But there could be some like, like smallpox, typhoid, fucking. Um, oh yeah, loads of that. Uh, we've tuberculosis got, and all that. Yeah, we've, we've got, we've we've got, got, got vaccines. That now. That, well, even if we travelled back, we've been vaccinated against a lot of that shit as kids. Yes. So that we, even smallpox that, you're not and all that. So you have that when you. But there's school. always going to be a chance that there was like a disease that hit some small town and wiped them all out, and it never spread because it killed everyone in that town. Roanoke. Yeah, and then you as a silly cunt ended up there catching it and bringing it back and fucking wiping everyone out. There's always a chance of something like that. But it's more likely the further back you go. So if you went back to the dinosaur period, there's going to be diseases there that will fuck you up. Oh, God. In a fucking yeah. heart, oh, mate. And if you brought them back to now, you would wipe the planet out. Breathing the air in, you just fuck it. You, you've doomed humanity. Yeah, fuck knows what's in that air. Fuck knows what's in those yeah, buddy. mites biting at you and all sorts of shit. Fucking I mean, imagine in, the size insects, of mosquitoes back then. Insects the size of fucking cars. But then yeah. the thing is, because everyone says, like, oh, you go back to the dinosaur period, what happens if a T Rex eat you? Probably you're too small. It probably would ignore you. It eats something bigger because it, it needs that, right? Yeah, raptor. Oh, raptors right. would fucking gobble. But then up. you know you might live in a country where there ain't no raptors. Yeah, but they were, they were the diseases they were and bugs areas. and all that shit in the air will fuck you up in a heart. You wouldn't be able to drink. The, you wouldn't be able to drink the water. Yeah, yeah but that wouldn't matter because there's no there's fucking no there's no there's no humans around to fucking. Well, maybe you teach them. Anyway. Maybe you teach the, the dinosaurs how to make fire. You're the reason why that humans know fire. If you go back to say Victorian era and there is a plague that wipes out an entire town and you're vaccinated and you are the only survivor they'd assume you're a witch yeah you'd have to and, and you'd be dressed differently yeah like unless you went to the historicals you went to the LARP and fucking picked your clothes up first which you could do I could but do like, but, for that one I mean I would imagine if there was time travel to go back in time they would give you adequate clothing money and shit to get on It'd be a cunt to just send you back in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. So one thing we haven't really touched on, and I guess it's a good way to end it, actually, is time travelling to the future. What do you think is more possible, that or going back? I would say going forward would probably be more easy to do to begin with because if, if you're saying time is a stream, you're following the flow of the stream. Yeah. So it's easier to go with the current than it you is to go a bit faster it. than. But then, at the same time, if if you're doing the whole 
you can jump into your own consciousness in the future. What happens if you jump to a point where you're dead? You'd probably die. There'd be, well, it, I imagine technology would be to the point where it would go, there's no consciousness to drop into. So we can't send you there. It's like we could, but you then, go, that's only two weeks' time. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, but then what? What if you got given, say, like, even like, for example, if it came to a point where you have a slider of what time you could jump to, and you go, oh, I can only jump to 2030. Why? Say the question comes out, then, if you, if you had that ability, or there was that technology... If you could find out when you were going to die, would you want to know? No. If I had kids, I might. Because then you obviously we run into that paradox of changing your fate or embracing it. Well, that's not paradox. That's but then, the if, if, if you know the time, the time of your death, the date of your death, and how you die, you will spend the rest of your life in fear of that moment. Mm-hmm. If you we'll are, if you are it. afraid to die, yeah, it would fuck you up, man. I said, well, I'm going out by my own volition anyway, so, you know, when I've had enough. I decide when this fucking yeah, when shit I've happens. Enough, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm going out it my turn, di- no one else is fucking yeah, it's, it's like that. It says you die in 20 years. And you just, okay. Just blow your brains out today. I die now. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> Take that fate, you dick. There'd definitely be people out there that did that. Um, but the problem is trying to summarize what could happen going to the future is impossible. Well, the thing, like, one thing we didn't really touch on is the butterfly effect. We we mentioned it, like, the tiniest change can fuck everything can up. Ripple. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've literally got an idea of the butterfly effect, like, a, an example. And it's an, it's, it's, it's a personal one for me. I might have mentioned it in the past, I'm not, I might have mentioned it in a past episode, like, a long time ago. So, in World War Two, my grandfather was stationed out in India. And he was a, a ammunition runner. So he was, um, he was stationed. He, he was like, he did it. He did a, a did a run to a to a to a camp. Dropped like when he was set for two days time to go and do another run. The day he got there, he got malaria. And so bad he had to get shipped back to England. Which is where he met my gran, because he was in the hospital, and that's where he met my gran. The guy that was brought in to do his run, when he went out on that run, got blown up. Yeah, so without that almost without, divine intervention. Without I mean, him getting malaria and getting shipped which back. Which was definitely a bad thing at the time to get yes. malaria. You know. but it's I, bad now, but back then it was even worse. Well, my grandfather always had a nerve, like a, a nerve like thing, you know, like a bit of a, like a shake. Yeah. I've got it. My dad's got it as well. It's like, it's, you know, it's just this sort of thing where you, you know, like your leg just starts a bit like, of a twitch, a bit of a yeah. I've got it's, and apparently if you get malaria and it affects your nerves, it can be an inherent. It can be an inherent like a a genetic thing that gets passed down. But yeah, if my if my granddad had never got um, malaria, I wouldn't be here. Well, I think that's us for today. It's been an inter- this... it's been an interesting talk. Hopefully, it hasn't been a waste of your time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hopefully the conversation has been interesting enough for you guys. It's it's a bit of a weird one for us. Because yeah. it, it's it because it because in certain you know in certain terms it's a very intellectual conversation but we're not intellectuals. It it's a subject where therapists walk around everyday life. They don't know. It's like the meme of the geezer at the party. It's like they don't know that time works differently on Everest. Like 
They don't. <laughs> and, but if everyone did know that, would it fuck people? Would it fuck people up? I don't think. That, I, don't, I think most people wouldn't give a fuck. Maybe most people wouldn't give a fuck. But then, but there might be some people that'd be like, "What? Like, it's <laughs> for, a, for a loop, it fuck it their day up. up. Yeah, it fucks the, it that's fucks it. It's a butterfly up. effect. You've like, I couldn't about. sleep last night. You can't. And if you're one of those listeners, let us know. But if anything we said here, like time traveling back, what would you visit? Um, how you feel about certain things? Would you bother going back? Is it worth it? Let us know. Because you let us know over Sim Theory, and that was quite cool to see a lot of the stuff that came back from that. Most people said they want to take the pill, but probably would bottle it. That was the majority of people. My friend that watches that listens to like Cyber Psychos episodes and that I told her about, oh, we've done simulation theory. She went, nah, that fucking scares the shit out of me. I can't listen to that shit. <laughs> she can listen to serial killers and mass murders, but she can't listen to the idea that reality might not be as we see it. Which, like, time it's travel. a weird, it is a weird one though. Of course like, it is. And, and this is a weird one. Like, well, you're questioning our own reality, which is, which is, a, which is a conception it, it, in its, its own it's right. It's beyond your own comprehension, which is the yeah, problem. Exactly. But, but realising that time... Even us sitting here taking the time today has always happened, will always happen, but will also never happen and happens elsewhere with different people at different times constantly at once. Yeah. It's mental. And there are a lot of people you'd say that to, you would lose them. So what we should do is thank the listeners for listening to us in the future. Or in the past. Or in another timeline. It won't be in the past. Because they won't be going back and listening to this. But the, the the thing is, once it's recorded and rendered, it'll be going up after we've recorded. So therefore, they're listening to us in the future. But the message could go in the past. It could be sent back. It's like, the fuck would send this back? <laughs> how dumb was how dumb was fucking how dumb were we here? Wow, this is it. Send it back. Imagine that there's some cunt he went back in time and it's like I've got one message to send the past and it's this podcast. No you wonder we're fucked now. You never know, it might change the outcome of the future. The cult of this guy are sick. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the sick cult, yeah. yeah. The sickos. Um, no, thanks for listening to this one. I enjoy this mad shit. I, I really do. I prefer, and I hope, I know we've had a lot of new listeners, but I hope the old listeners that are still around are like, oh, they used to talk about video games and now they talk about rapers and time. And Got plenty more where that came got from. Got plenty more where that came from. We got a lot more. And, Hope you're enjoying it. It seems that people are, which is a good thing. Good sign. Because we're enjoying this a little bit more. It, it completely changes what we talk about. We almost don't run out of shit to say. Right? It, it, with games and stuff, we're not... Uh, well, we're not shitting on things. Yeah, we're not having to shit on things. Like, with, with games, especially in fucking current media, there's a point where you can't talk about anything else because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> anyway. Well, no, thanks for listening to Cheers, this one. Guys. It's Cheers, probably guys. a little longer than usual, but... Peace. See you. Yep. I'm not